Does it seem like most podcasts are speaking a foreign language? We deliver your podcast straight to you in a language you can understand. Well, I'll drink to that. What did you say? It's what you want. What's up, everyone? It's me, Caleb Stovall, here back with another edition of the brand new podcast that has launched here on TMB Studios called Power Rangers Go, where it is all about those Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) And, of course, I am joined, uh, as always, by the man. He is the ace of everything he is super superhero homie q mr quentin ficklin ace what's going on my man kayla what's good man how you been i've been good man you know just uh enjoying watching uh these power ranger episodes again it just brings back so many memories doesn't it absolutely man and i, I think we echo this and uh, the first episode but man, it's just looking at it now as an adult, you have such a different perspective now. There's so many <laughs> things that you see that you didn't catch on, you know, when you were a kid. Exactly. Like I and I didn't realize like like we were saying how we watched uh, you know, the first four episodes. It, it it it's it's interesting to see how fast everything happened. And as a kid you thought, Oh my god, this is this is agonizing weight kind of thing. You remember? <laughs> yes. And, you know, also something else like, uh, and I, I meant to mention this uh, in the previous episode we did, but man, you know, uh, in, in my research for these episodes, you know, if you go back and look at the dates, you realize that most of the episodes, there was a new one released every day, like five days a week. A yeah, new episode. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that myself either. I, I kind of wondered that because it <laughs> seemed like that as a child that like, it was every single day as opposed to, you know, now it's every single week. Yeah, it's once a week now, you know, with any kind of TV show, you know, because like if you look at TV shows today, the the ones that have the long seasons are like 20 to 24 episode seasons, you know, yes. and like you look at Power Rangers and it's like this first season is almost or it is 60 episodes and it's like, wow. So was this a 60 week thing? That's over a year. Yeah, but then you realize no, they just released an episode every day, every weekday. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they, but it was just pretty much, you know. And, and I guess we should put that into context a little bit. You know, that's just the way TV was back then too. If you had that, right. if you had that many episodes. Yeah, you um, you're absolutely right. But I guess it's just one of those things where it's like you don't really see that anymore. And so when you think about it retrospectively, it kind of blows your mind. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember though, as a child, especially when you would have the two beat continues, which we haven't had any oh, on, on this yet, but when <laughs> it was the two beat continues, man, it felt like you were waiting for like two fucking weeks, you know, right. For those things. <laughs> and I think that just goes to show just how powerful this show was for our generation in particular, because 
the pacing on this show is so quick, but as a kid, you know, it just felt like you couldn't get enough and you had to wait a whole 24 hours to get the next episode. And mm-hmm. could you imagine as a kid having to wait a whole week to get a new episode? Right? I, oh, my God. That, that would have been even more agonizing. But that's, but that's what it felt like, especially with some of them. Right. <laughs> but I guess that, that that's just the beauty of it, uh, you know, looking at it from back then. And, you know, we also should mention, last week on the program, we kind of ended it, you know, with you asking me, you know, why wouldn't they just go and, you know, take out Rita right off the bat, you know? Right, right. And, you know, I I started watching some more episodes and everything like that, and I went a little bit uh, later on down the line. And, you know, Zornon kind of makes it very clear, actually, that the Power Rangers are not meant to attack. They're Mm -hmm. meant to defend. Right. So while, yes, they could go and like, so like, you know, the, he, he even says to him, like, you know, never, uh, you, you, yeah, like, like he says, like, never attack, mm-hmm. you know, always defend and protect. So, yes. I, so I think that might answer it a little bit more. Yeah, it, it does give a little bit of clarity to that situation, and you know, it was mo- that was mostly just me kind of you know poking fun at the zeitgeist of the show more than anything else because it's very true, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like you said last episode, if they did that, then this would be a radically different show. It'd be way oh, shorter. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, the episodes <laughs> already go by so fast when you watch it now. It's like think if it just did that. Good lord. Right. I have no problem believing that the Power Rangers couldn't take out, you know, uh, like Finster and, you know, Squad and any of those guys. I think that I think they could oh, wipe yeah. the floor with them pretty good. But that uh, was just the fun, you know, that was the funness of it with uh, as a child. Oh, absolutely. Because, you you know, it taught you to to recognize the characters. And and also, Caleb, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I think for, for me. Uh, like this, like you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and uh, and Batman the animated series, along with the X Men animated series. Like I think those were the first shows I ever saw that introduced continuity to me. In other words, having the next episode be built upon the shoulders of the previous episode. You know. Yes. Yes. I I I I completely agree with that. I will completely agree with that because I do remember that as a child, especially X Men mm-hmm. and um, uh, Batman series, and uh, also Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah, oh yeah, that too. And- he had a bunch of stuff going on like that, so yeah, I definitely uh, think so. I- I'll agree with you on that. And plus, you know, let's we-, we might as well go ahead and mention it here on, on the second episode, but mm-hmm. from this Power Rangers. Uh, series which became so popular uh they had several spin-off ideas that <laughs> didn't really you know didn't really pan out the way power rangers did some of them got pretty popular like oh. you remember vr troopers vr troopers virtual reality troopers yes yes, yes. i do here's the thing caleb like you just opened a floodgate of memories that were long forgotten. Right. Because <laughs> I, I watched all those shows. I tried to give them all a chance, you know, and I think I enjoyed them, but none of them lived up to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, of course. No, it didn't because, and here's the thing, 
a lot of them were the same exact concept. They were. They, I mean, they truly were. You know, you had VR Troopers. Uh, you had, uh, man, there was another one just on the tip of my tongue. I'm, I'm forgetting I it now. Say, I, I can't remember what it was, but he even makes an appearance. Um, the Mask Rider. I think that's what it was. Uh, maybe. I can't remember exactly what that show was. But I remember it was something similar to that. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Be- Beetleborgs was another one. Beetleborgs, yes. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> Beetleborgs. Yep, that one. I want to say The Mask Rider as well, I-, I guess, is the show, which we will see uh, there kind of be like a pairing mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming up, you know, in-, in later Power Rangers episodes. But fr- But, yeah, like I saw VR Troopers a little bit. And VR Troopers was pretty good, except, man, they didn't even try with some of that stuff. They just they just said, all right, here's just a little bit of American footage. And here's the rest of it's just going to be Japanese all the way. <laughs> no, you're right. right? They, they tried to find a way to outpower Ranger Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it did not work. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work at all. I remember very little about that show, but there is one thing about VR Troopers I caught as a kid. And that mm-hmm. was like their, their transformations was so blatantly like obvious that even right. as like a kid, I caught it because whenever they transformed, they would visibly grow way taller. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never understood that. I was like, what? <laughs> and the acting, like I thought some of the Power Rangers acting was terrible. Good God, this acting in, in VR Troopers was just awful. Like, I found myself struggling watching some of that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh, this is this is awful. <laughs> like, yeah, I cannot get behind these people. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like, also for me, like, uh, you know, we, we talked uh, last episode about like the the aging or, or the age of the actual actors. Who right. are the main cast of Power Rangers and how like they're actually like in their early twenties, early to mid twenties playing teenagers. But uh-huh. man, let me tell you something, not to uh not not to spoil the lead here, but man, like pretty much everything pre Stranger Things, I could not stand actual kid actors. Like something about kid actors, man, like they, they just always irked me. And I think it's cause like I don't know if it's just their acting or their delivery or the dialogue, but it, it never tended to land. And uh, so, like, I, I think for me, seeing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as a kid, I didn't know that they were, you know, actual adults. But right. I, I think that, especially looking back, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they went that route instead of getting, like, you know, actual young kids to play those roles. And, and, and I, I can see that because I think even George Lucas... Uh, said it best when you know he was shooting episode one with uh, uh, young Anakin. You know he he was saying you know he, he's a child actor and you know you you don't know what you're going to get with a child actor a lot of the times. Right, right. Um, they're just not as polished as you would be. You know, even like like I would say even in high school you're a better actor as mm-hmm. a teenager than you are a child. Oh, absolutely. I mean. As a child, you really don't have any kind of, you know, world experience or concepts to know what this character is or how to present that kind of character, you know. So right. But, uh, right. yeah. So. And, I, and so, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I'm, I, 
again, I'm glad that they chose the actors that they did because the show yes. wouldn't have been as successful as it was had they not. Right. Uh, you know, like you can you can try to give the show you know shit for using repurposed footage from Super Sentai, but if it wasn't for the likability of the main cast, then the show would have flopped. Oh, absolutely. Because again, you know, just like we talked about it on the last episode, I just I felt like if you could if you could cast the perfect cast to start this off with, they did it. And, and they yes. did it without knowing it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you're right. And uh, I'm pretty sure that they I think that like the uh, the casting process for this show was crazy. Like they they did crazy auditioning, you know, like just hundreds and hundreds of, of kids and young adults, you know, trying to right. audition. And then you know, it, it comes down to just those few, but they they got it perfect. Yeah, they really did. I, it, they just they just got it perfect uh, fr- from start to finish. And uh, you know, we we talked about the first four episodes. On last week's podcast. Well, this week we're going to talk about the uh, next four episodes, uh, starting with a different drum, is what it's called. It's episode five in the Mighty mm-hmm. Morphin Power Rangers series. And this is one where we're really going to start to get into these kitty type concepts of, you know, learning to accept others, like, you mm-hmm. know, learning all of this kind of stuff. And you see that right off the bat here. Uh, And and it is funny, again, you know, we're supposed to believe that these guys are in high school. And yet the first (laughs) thing that we open up with is Kimberly teaching this dance class. I'm like, I don't know about you, but high schoolers didn't do much teaching. No (laughs) classes. You're 100% right. And, you know, something else that I never thought about as a kid was, Man, like we never really truly see them in school. You know, we don't see them in class. It's no, always at the juice bar. <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's like <laughs> random times that we see them at school too. Like like right. they'll, just, they'll just be certain like just random times that we will see them in the classroom and not even like in the classroom like we'll just see them out in the hallway you see them in the hallway exactly with the lockers you never see them in class and it's like man you guys are lucky that rita never attacks during school hours (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking that too and and like remember when we talked about um the dumpster episode not the day of the dumpster but teamwork Mm -hmm. um you know, that's the only time that we actually saw these guys in school at that point. Right. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, good Lord. I, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I will swap with homework, you know, all the time. What are <laughs> exactly. you guys doing? They're out, you know, teaching classes, whether it be dance class or karate class or, or you know, if you're Billy, you're inventing something that the world has never seen before. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, like these kids are exceptional. Yes, and, and, and we'll get and we'll get into that, uh, especially with Billy uh, here in just a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, we, it opens up with Kimberly teaching a dance class, and she's teaching it. And the, fun- <laughs> the funniest thing was Ernie comes in like pushing something, and then he starts like doing the dancing, and I'm just sitting mm-hmm. there like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. <laughs> 
That is not what you need to be doing. And then Billy is is trying to move along with the music. And then he he trips and he falls on on that cart that uh, Ernie was pushing. (laughs) Yes. And he proceeds to go all around the juice bar. And I'm sitting there going, how the fuck? It's going on this long on the cart. Yeah, it's like, man, like, is that a motorized cart? Like, how is how does it have that much momentum? Like, he's not slowing down. I mean, and he then like it goes and is about to hit the wall, and then turns and goes and into comes the back. Room yeah, and comes back out. <laughs> like, how in the hell is that possible? Right. Oh I don't man. Know. You know, and I, then he or go ahead. No, I was gonna say like it's, it's it's equally funny and also telling that man nobody tries to stop him like no I one. I know, like like the Rangers even just sit there like his so called best friends are just sitting there and they're just letting it happen. I was like, no one tried to stop him. <laughs> oh man, and then you know Kimberly hits him with some cold shit. You know she says something like, you know, if you're trying to pick up girls, this is how you do it. Right. <laughs> like, man. Like he just went head first. He's probably got a concussion at this right. point. <laughs> he wasn't trying to beat girls. He was just trying to dance. <laughs> oh man, that's like man, Billy just can't catch a break sometimes, you know. <laughs> no, he can't. And I didn't realize like how much shit he had to deal with. Right. Until I saw a lot of these episodes. I was like, good God, I didn't realize how much Billy had to go through. <laughs> Billy went through a lot. <laughs> and so, like, he, you know, he, he tries to, like, walk back up to the juice bar. And, like, he clearly is struggling. And Zach and Jason are just sitting there. Right. <laughs> just sitting there looking. Yo, my main brain. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and Billy, was, Billy should have said, man, I almost died. And you guys didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I not only died, I almost died from Died because of my own stupidity. Nothing because of Rita. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So and Trini, you know, helps him to the juice bar and stuff. And you know, she asks him, or, 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 or they ask him what happened, and he's just like, "I'm intrigued by the rhythmic algorithm <laughs> or something." I don't even know yeah. what he said. And then he's just like, and literally Zach says what we all just said. Say what? He can't dance. He can't dance. (laughs) I'm like, I think we got that part. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Billy gets points for trying because, like, with most people, you you know, when they can't dance, they just don't dance. But Billy, he's out. He's out there trying. Yeah, he was getting it. (laughs) He was trying. (laughs) And then, and, and and then so like. We, we move along and we go back to the dance class that Kimberly is teaching that's in the juice bar. And we see this is where, you know, the, uh, I guess, like I said, the kitty concept is going to come into play because we're introduced to a girl and clearly, you know, she is deaf and she can't hear uh, like the others. So she's trying to learn the moves and she bumps into one of the girls and they're like, hey, watch where you're going. And, you know, she gets upset. Uh, and Kimberly comes over and tries to console her, saying, you know, you, you, you think that, you know, it was your fault because you're different. Which, here's my thing. 
Uh-huh. How, how long did it take Kimberly to learn sign language? That's an excellent question. Like, so here's my thing. In my head canon, I'm just assuming that Kimberly has, like, you know, a, a deaf grandmother and she already knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm telling myself in my head. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to tell myself something because I'm just I'm trying to sit there and make sense of that. I'm just like, wait a minute. Right. Like, we didn't know shit in high school. Oh no. <laughs> and somehow you guys know everything. <laughs> but you know, I guess on on a more serious note, uh I really did like that theme uh for this episode of of you know, accepting people, you know, always for who they are and and also that you know, like your you know, your your disability or your difference doesn't make you any lesser person that you, you're just as valued and just as loved as everybody else. Oh, absolutely! It's 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 a great um, uh, moral episode for the kids. Yes, and stuff like that. It, it's it's a great concept. I I, I love um, I love the theme of the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. No doubt. I just thought it was funny. Oh yeah. She just knows everything, of course. And you know, she even like says, you know, even people make mistakes and she points to Billy. I'm just like, good Lord, y'all are being cold to Billy on this episode. Right. <laughs> like, man, Billy can't catch a break to save his life. Literally. David Yost pissed somebody off in the production when he started this thing or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, that, that that actually rings a little more true than probably, you know, you know, because uh, he. Yeah, but you know, uh, he he experienced because he uh, he is a gay man, uh, and and at the time, you know, being in the early '90s, which really wasn't that long ago, uh, but it was he was hazed a lot, and by he he wouldn't say directly who because didn't want to throw anybody under the bus, but uh, he said a lot of cast and crew members would really just give him hell um, for. Ooh, so I have heard man. that. Yeah, yeah. I have heard that, but did that happen all the time? Like, like from the well, start, or did it happen like more as it, as we later went on? So I don't really know when it started. Uh, I I think it's safe to assume that it did start sometime in season one, mm-hmm. and uh, you know by uh, by midway season three when he when he leaves, you know, like he he went through a rough period. You know, he said he was contemplating ending his life. You know, just from I mean, it, it was bad. You know, it was it was really really bad. Uh, but man, you know, th- thankfully now, you know, it, it's it's taken you know us as a society long enough to really accept everybody for who they are. But man, um, I'm glad now that we're in a society now where hopefully not as many people have to endure that kind of hardship just for being who they are. But Absolutely. that's something. Yeah, that's something he had to deal with, unfortunately, and it got to the point where he couldn't take it anymore. Oof! I and, and and see, I didn't realize all of that. Yeah, know, was going on. I mean, I had heard stuff about that, but I didn't know exactly what was true from it. And uh, wow, oof, that's that's rough. And I mean, so it kind of makes you look at some of these scenes, and it's just like, was this done to make him look stupid or something like that, or was right. this to provide like a little kind-hearted humor? Uh, kind of thing. You would like mm-hmm. to believe the second one, but exactly, know, yeah. Who knows at, at this point? But we we continue on in the juice bar, 
And then we get introduced to our two favorite duo, Bulk and Skull, <laughs> in this episode again. And, oh my god, this is one of the best scenes ever that comes <laughs> up right here. Because, you know, he comes in and he's like, look at all the little ballerinas. They're not even ballerinas, bulky or right. like that. And they're just making fun of them. And Zach is just like, really? I'd like to see you try. And he... And then he, you know, turns around and he does sarcastically one, two, and then he kicks Jason's uh, stool out from under him. And Jason's ready to fight at that point. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man, like, it's about to go down. (laughs) Like, like that was the first time I've I've really seen Bolt get, like, that aggressive with them like that. I was was like, holy shit, like. Like, Jason's ready to fight. And first of all, Jason, um, I kind of want to be like Steve Carell said to uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg in a movie. Dude, man, would you put on a fucking shirt? Does he wear anything with sleeves? No, he does not. That, <laughs> that, that's something that me and Jason have in common. Like, I, <laughs> I never wear sleeves. <laughs> Well, then, well, then there you go. I, I, I guess I can't give him shit now. But I just noticed that with like every single episode, I was You're like, right. I was like, I was like, I did not realize this dude does not wear any sleeves. No, ever. he doesn't. He doesn't own any any sleeve shirts at all. <laughs> he, he only has red tank tops. <laughs> Everything, like, 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 if you looked at him, you would probably like in real life, it would just be. Oh yeah, that that dude's the Red Ranger. There's no doubt about it. Look yeah. at him; he wears red all the time. <laughs> oh man! And then so Zach like is just like yo 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 yo, calm down. And it's interesting because like when Bulk does that, kind of even the whole juice bar looks at it because they're just like oh shit, like like something's mm-hmm. about to go down here. But then Zach kind of shows you. Where it's like, yeah, okay, we know Jason could easily take bulk out yeah. in an instance. I mean, the man did a thousand ten bench press reps. You know, he can definitely take out. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, he teaches his own karate class. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, he could take him out in an instant. But Zach kind of shows you where it's like, no, you see. He, he could he could you know win the fight, but what would that really prove or anything like that? What would that do? Mm-hmm. What would that if change? Just kind of in, do what? Yeah, like what would that change? You know exactly. Yeah. And so Zach kind of shows him no 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 no. Let's kind of you, you know let's let's make him be the fool in this instance. Mm-hmm. And so you know he does the dance moves and he's like he's like well you can get you can get with those moves. Can you get with these moves? And man, Walter Jones, man, he can bust a move, can't he? He can. He absolutely can. And you know, like that. Like this is this is my own theory here, but man, I think that played a very big part of him getting cast. I I think so too. I, I definitely think so because they were like they were like we got to have someone who can dance as well as fight. Right. That's I, they might have had that vision for the character. I'm not sure exactly, but you know they definitely saw that he could dance, and it was just like, okay, you know, we we can use this guy. 
Right. And he was just, he was entertaining when he did it. Like like mm-hmm. when he like when he danced, he did it so flawlessly. Yeah, like seamlessly. Like he just kind of you know like a second nature to him. Yeah, and it, it, it just it, it was really good. And so he he said you know he does that dance move, and then Bolt kind of copies it a little bit. Which <laughs> I thought was funny. Oh, uh, he 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 tries. Yeah, he, he he tried, and then Zach did the whole spin around three mm-hmm. times, and you know do the split, and then Bolt tries to do it, and he does it, and he can't get back up. <laughs> no, and, and it, it makes a ripping noise as well. Like, did he rip his pants again? I, that's what I kept thinking, but then you don't see it like you yeah. did last episode. Like they were just like, no, nah, we did that last episode. We can't do it again. <laughs> You oh. gotta save that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I guess I guess it was implied or something like that. Yeah, I really don't know. But like, he even tells Skull, he's like, "Come here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come here." <up." laughs> oh Zach man, goes, let's have some fun. And does a handstand on the juice bar. Yeah, incredible balance for that. And then bulk. You know, tries to do it, and he just goes over the damn thing. Right. And gets food, you know, thrown all over him. <laughs> and and uh, this is something once again that I just got to point out. Like, you know, in this scene in particular, you look at Bulk and Zach. Like, th- these once again are two guys who are doing their own st- stunts, for lack of better terms. And you look at anything today on television, there's going to be like a stunt coordinator on set. There's going to be maybe stuntmen. Uh, there's going to be maybe, you know, like wires or, or like quick cuts to make things seem like they're happening differently. None of that is taking place here. Like, <laughs> these are just these guys doing it, you know, throwing yeah. costumes and hoping that everything goes well. Like, what what, what, if, what if Zach, uh, the actor who plays Zach, had accidentally, you know, slipped? When he did the handstand up there on the on the, on the oh, ball. I know, like 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 like, what if he what if he had you know slipped and broke his neck on the thing? Yeah, you know, like like he couldn't get over in time or something. Or hell, what if the actor playing Bulk didn't get over all the right? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that like they had safety plans, uh, you know, like on standby. Like I don't think that they weren't prepared for that kind of stuff. But I mean. Who knows? I wasn't there. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> but you've got they've got the whole juice bar looking at them doing this, and you know it even stops Kimberly's class. Like like you even see them like 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 they're just all intrigued now. And it's pretty much because the bully is getting his just due. Like like it's like yes. dude, you came over and talked shit. You started all this, and now you're being made the fool because right. you opened your mouth like that. And again, and, and I think that was the whole point was is it, it was just, look, Jason, we know, can take him out with one hit, basically. But <laughs> yes. that wouldn't have proved anything. And that's what they kind of show in this scene, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree, too. And, um, you know, like uh, you wonder if. If they maybe have plans to, you know, do anything with that, that, that little spark of anger that came from Jason just then, you know, instead of being the the mastery of self-control, you know. You know, it, 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 they could have, but 
I think it was just used for this purpose. I think I think it mm-hmm. just it served its purpose. Not really any need to, you know, really go into anything on that. And I, I don't, you know, anyone who comes up to you and does that to you, you're gonna automatically be like, "Hey, motherfucker," you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, Zach is showing you in this instance, "Hey, this is a better way to handle this." Situation. Why? Yeah, and, you know, because because he, he was holding Jason back, and you know, he's, you know, again, he's just like, I know Jason can kill you right now if he wanted <laughs> to, but right, but I'm gonna show you a better way to handle this, and and like I said, I really liked uh, that that concept, and of course, we get, you know, with all of this, you know, we're talking about Kimberly's uh, dance class, which involves music uh, being played. And Rita is just like, oh, oh, I can't stand this music. What, what is this? <laughs> and so she uh, says, you know, get me a monster that can hypnotize people uh, and put them under, you know, a trance when it comes to music. And obviously, I think we see where this is going. Uh, right. So and during the uh, dance class, the girl that got on. Uh, to the deaf girl. I don't know these, you know, girls' names. Uh, um, Melissa. Melissa is the is the deaf girl. Okay. Yes. 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 Melissa. Um, she. So you know, she's the deaf girl, and then the girl that got on to her uh, was just like, "I'm sorry," you know, sh- showing this very beautiful moment of acceptance and stuff like that. And then, you know, she says, hey, you know, want to go to the mall with me and my friends? So they're about to go to the mall. And then Rita's monster uh, comes out, which uh, I don't remember the name of this monster. Do you? Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, the Gnarly Gnome. Yes, the Gnarly Gnome. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I was just like, what in the world? <laughs> Like, who designed this monster? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, Finster has a, a very creative imagination. <laughs> yes. yes, he does. He, he really does. And so the gnarly gnome comes down and puts her friends under a trance, uh, you know, using his uh, minister or I'm sorry, sinister music. And uh, Melissa follows them because she's deaf. She can't hear the music, so she mm-hmm. is not affected by it. So she follows to see what's going on. And here's my thing. Did the gnarly gnome not look and be like, hey, who's that girl following us? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. let me just turn around. There she is. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, man, I wish I had an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that and I was just like, get and here's what's so funny. She walks out with them and he sees her and then turns around <laughs> yeah. and just keeps walking. Yeah, he's like, oh, whatever. She'll be <laughs> she's under my spell, clearly, but she's not acting like any of the kids right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had to make note of that when I saw it. I was like, oh my God. That's just oh. too funny. But yeah, he lures them off into the cave uh, that we would see, you know, uh, sometimes uh, at this show at different points. And, yeah. you know, Squat and Babu are there. 
And he is, you know, luring them in there to trap the Power Rangers. But Melissa goes and finds Jason and Ernie. And, of course, she can't uh, communicate with them. So she writes down, help, my friends are in danger. And he goes, come on, we got to help your friends. I'm sitting there right there. Ernie hears that. And I'm going, how do you not pick up, like, hey, uh, what are you going to do? Are you are, are you the Power Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> or, or better yet, I was like... Ernie's the adult here. Wouldn't he call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought too. Like I was just like, that's what we would do. Well, that's what we would do back then. Yeah. <laughs> like and you it, would always call the cops in this situation. Right. <laughs> like there's no a kidnap. It was yeah. just, it was I, which I mean, you know, anytime the Power Rangers heard danger. They would just go to it, you know. They, they didn't right. think twice about it. They just dropped what they were doing and were like, "All right, it's time to go to work." Exactly. So I guess that was one of these instances. But he goes and he gets the gang, and uh, she leads them to the cave uh, where they're at. Where it's funny because uh, the gnome, Fabu, and Squat are eating. Like like Squat and Fabu are cooking for yeah. this dude. And he's eating all this food and then decides to take a nap. And <laughs> Rita was just like, what's taking these guys so long? Better not be sleeping on the job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I love Rita Repulsa so much. Yeah, you know, she she had, she had sets a high bar for her minions. You know, actually, no, I take that back. The bar isn't that high. No, <laughs> it really isn't. It really is not if you think about it. <laughs> like I understand her frustration, you know. It's like she's like, I don't ask for much. I just ask that you get this simple job done. Right. Uh, and, and, and the and the, the plan is going according to plan at this point. Right. But then they're just like, eh, fuck it, let's go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all right. One girl got away. You know, we got food. The rest of dancing. We can just take a nap for a little bit. Thing <laughs> <laughs> be fine. I know. And so the Power Rangers, you know, well, she leads the gang uh, to them. And then they tell her, wait over in the bushes somewhere. And then, you know, they morph. And here we go. Power Rangers to the rescue again. And they fight off this thing. And by the way, they had no problems with this dude. I mean, they took care of this dude, like, in seconds. Yes. Even with the power weapons. Right. Now, here's something interesting about this scene. And, uh, like, the more I think about it, the more confused I get. But is, is all of this footage from Super, uh, Super Sentai? Because we never actually see, like, the Power Rangers and the Gnome in the same shot. It's always, like, them, you know, jumping at the camera, doing their moves. And then we see the Gnome taking the hits and reacting Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, so, and I was like trying to piece together, like, I wonder why that was. Uh, it it might have just been the way that the uh, Japanese footage was done, I gotta yeah. think. And, yeah, this is all Super Sentai footage. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's Super Sentai the minute they morph. It's like, <laughs> the minute they're fighting the guy, they're, so, like, they're off in the woods, technically at first and then all right. of a sudden they're in this big huge gravel area yeah yeah you're right and it's like how did we get here <laughs> exactly so yeah 
clearly all Super Sentai footage. But I like we said on the last episode, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If and it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. That's what and you could tell that it was Super Sentai because the gnome looks nothing like the gnome that we see in the Yes. <laughs> it's it's a completely different color. I was just like, someone uh, didn't someone didn't pay attention to that in right. the effects department. <laughs> and once again, so like they they defeat him with the power weapons so easily. Like they just pull those suckers out, they hit him one time and then they blast him. Yeah. And he was done. And then Rita does her magic wand, make my monster grow. Yeah, and I'm because sitting there going, this monster clearly sucks. He's not even worth it. Right. <laughs> you know, my mindset was, oh, yeah, Rita, do that because this worked so well for you in the past. I know, right? <laughs> but then here's what's funny about that. They actually struggle against him in the Megazord. They do. <laughs> they really do. Like how? And I never understood that. I was like, I was like, what the hell? How'd y'all defeat him so easily? Right. Oh my gosh! And yeah, they it... get into the and they get into the Megazord, you know, finally. And uh, and here's here's something I didn't mention on last week's episode, but I'll mention it now that I didn't realize was said as a kid at times. It wasn't done all the time, but it was for a good bit of the time with the Megazord. Was the Megazord when it when it would transform, it mm-hmm. would it would say Megazord sequence activate initiated. Megazord yeah. sequence activated. And I was like, I was like, I didn't know it said that. Yeah, you know, like I don't I didn't remember that either, but yeah, you're right. Just I guess seeing get now, you just pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I, I really I thought that it said nothing uh at those times and then Me too, uh, but but you know, um not not to cut you off, but uh I, I think I think that uh you know the, the Netflix version like if you would click the settings on it, there's like a couple of different versions of the show um, that you can actually watch. And and I, I don't know if the Netflix version is is like the pure unadulterated version that we saw on Fox as a kid, or if this like if this is like the slightly tweaked version that they eventually kind of revamped and re-released. So uh, there may well, there may be something to that. Well, and and real quick, since you bring that up, there is like we're gonna go over every single Power Rangers, obviously. Oh yeah. But there is one that I refuse to acknowledge, which was the <laughs> failed reboot version that in it, it, it is on Netflix. Uh, it, it's it says it's season one re envisioned, and I refuse yeah. to even acknowledge that those exist because that was one of the dumbest ideas that they ever did. You know, I actually I've, I've never seen that. I mean, I've seen it on Netflix, but I've never actually watched it. I, yeah, it's uh well, here's the thing. You can if you really want to, but I I would recommend you not because here's what they do. What they do is they take a lot of these footages and they will add these weird ass effects into it. Like they'll add in like comic book references. Like instead of seeing um, let's say Jason, you know, hit the guy with uh with the power sword. Mm-hmm. It will say "blam" or something like that, and I'm just like, "Really? No." Is that their attempt to like take away some of the uh, violence of the show? Or is that what they're yes. trying to do? Yes. Wow. It is. Wow. Yes, it was because this was 
So it was around in 2010 when Disney officially purchased oh, okay, Power okay. Rangers. So this is the Disney. So this was like Disney's attempt to revamp it. Which here was the thing: so many people were just telling them, "Hey, we don't. There's no need to do anything to it. Just amplify the quality of it." They just wanted it remastered, kind of yes. thing. Yes. Like, like everyone just wanted to see the episodes again, and then they finally, and then they were like, "We're gonna do this season one revamp," and everyone was excited. And then the very first episode, you know, like you see. Like you see Jason in his karate class, and there's like there's like an anime background behind him. Like oh, I have wow. no idea why they did that. Jeez, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> it's oh, it's awful. And apparent, and there was supposed to be this little storyline that they created that is never mentioned once in the show too it's just it's just the original episodes from start well not from start to finish but it's like it's like a good bit of them it's not the whole season even it's just it's it, it's like i said it was a really terrible idea but I, the idea of it was was rita is wanting to go back in time and destroy the Rangers before they even start or something like that. Huh. I don't know. It was this ridiculous little storyline that they kind of threw in, but it never even shows up in the show. Like, like, like they don't even mention it. It was just mentioned during commercial breaks when this show aired on TV. Wow. It was just, it, it was an awful idea. It was just, it was so like the idea was so awful that Sabian bought back the Power Rangers. Yeah, like, that, that I like, knew. No. Yeah. He was like, no, uh-uh. That is not what I wanted you to do with the Power Rangers. Yeah, because I, I do remember when it uh when Power Rangers went to Disney and you know, like Disney they, they, they're hit and miss when they acquire properties. I think for the most part you could say that they're successful when they acquire properties. Uh right. but with Power Rangers, they they not only tried to you know like you mentioned earlier take away a, a lot of the action or the the violence if you want to call it that, uh, mm -hmm. but they, they also slashed the budget even more. I mean, Power Rangers has always been a very very low budget show, yeah. and, and Disney really wanted to defang it even more. Like it got to the point where the the ratings were terrible. Uh, Disney didn't really give a shit about Power Rangers at that time, and and they they had next to no budget. I mean, like from from all accounts, like they would make it like partway through a season and be out of money, and you know, <laughs> it yeah, just like, show. like and one of the one of the only reasons that they re that they revamped the first season for this little thing was. Was they wanted all of the merchandise? Like, like you got a bunch mm -hmm. of the old merchandise from it. You got a bunch of, um, you know, the old Power Rangers figures, but new uh, nowadays. So that was like one of the only good things that came out of it was we got a bunch of those um, for around 2010 that they relaunched those. But the the thing is is i just don't understand why disney because disney themselves even said like we bought this and we have no idea or no clue or no interest in doing anything with this and i'm sitting there thinking 
God, you missed out on an extra gold mine here. I know Disney makes, you know, so much money already, but seriously, like, this is a gold mine idea, and mm-hmm. you just, you missed out completely on it. Oh, yeah, and you you think it would make perfect sense for a Disney to own, you know, the Power Rangers IP, you know, because, like, you look at, like, all the good they've done with, like, Marvel, especially, and it's, like, the uh-huh. success they've had there, and it's, like, Man, you guys couldn't have thought, but you know the the problem is that like you know with with Marvel, Disney got the the brilliant mind of Kevin Feige, who knows and loves comics and is passionate about superheroes and those and those movie characters. But Power Rangers didn't have a Kevin Feige, you know, <laughs> they didn't have anybody right. like that. They just had people who were concerned about the bottom line, didn't care about the show, weren't passionate about any of the series, so. And really, to me, didn't realize how big the fan base was of Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, I, I understand, like, at that time, yeah, the, the franchise wasn't as popular as it was. Uh, but if, if there was any any company, really, if you put a lot of, if you put effort into it, you could really make Power Rangers as great as it had been before. Yeah, and, and, and there was kind of a resurgence of the mm-hmm. brand uh, as well around this time. I don't know if 2010 uh, it is, was necessarily the year that I'm thinking of, but around, I want to say around Wild Force, which, you know, we'll get into, you know, mm-hmm. a long time from now. But when Wild Force came out, that was kind of a resurgence of the brand. And I attribute that to the Forever Red episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. Like, that one, that one, like, made a lot of waves. Yes, it really did. Because it was the first time that they never, they didn't use Super Sentai footage at that point. Because Super Sentai did not do a Forever Red anything. Like, Like, they didn't have a crossover like that. That was strictly done for American, uh, for the American version of right. it and stuff like that, and we'll get into that at a later point. But I just, you know, that's one that I will, I, I refuse for us to uh, to cover is that reinversion, reinvention <laughs> version of season one. But uh, this version, you know, we've got a different drum. They defeat the monster, you know, and they rescue the girls, and they. They even say, you know, um, you know, Maria, you know, went for help, saw you guys were in trouble and went for help. And of course, they're like, thank you. You know, you would or, y'all want to go get some ice cream, which I'm just like, yes, if, if I just got out of life and death danger, I want to go get some ice cream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, nothing happened. We're good. Let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> yep. You know, let's just go ahead and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go and they're, you know, sitting at the juice bar and Melissa's there and so is the other girl. And then the gang's all there. And Jason is trying to learn sign language. <laughs> and they're just like, you just told her, you just told her your dog smells. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and so here's my question. Like, right. How much did Jason prepare? Like, what, what did he like? What, what, what source did he have? Did he give any thought to it, or did he just try to wing it? Yeah. I don't know. I kept wondering that same thing because literally, not not five minutes ago in this episode, where you just like, what, 
what? I have no idea what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. And then just all of a sudden, he like, was he, was he, was there a book or was there something inside the helmet that was showing him how to do sign language? Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it shows him how to do everything else, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need answers, damn it. <laughs> I, there, there are questions uh. that need answers. <laughs> <laughs> And, but they, they they saved the girls. It's a, and here's something I didn't realize with this episode: we did not see Zordon and Alpha in this episode. You're right. You are correct. We did not. This is the I, first time that like I've watched a Power Rangers episode, and they just didn't have Zordon and Alpha. Like like was Zordon and Alpha not aware of what was going on? Right. And uh, you know, I, I think about that and. It's like this was the first episode where, like, you kind of feel like not not a tonal shift, but like you do feel like a shift where, like, they're trying to change up, like, either the pacing or like the the structure or delivery of the show because it fundamentally feels different from the previous four episodes. Uh, Yes, absolutely. And like, each episode from the Power Rangers always kind of has their own pacing, in my opinion. Would you agree? Yes. Oh, yes. And I think this is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. It had that moral, you know, like, like we said, you know, uh, teach kids, you know, to be accepting of people who are different uh, than you and stuff like that. Um, you know, it had the comedy aspects, of, of course. And you know, it, it just it, it was different. That uh, that I'll definitely say that, but it still had that Power Rangers feel to it as always. Oh yeah. But I just found that interesting, that like we didn't see Alpha and Zordon uh, in this episode, and they've been such a key part, especially in the first four episodes. Yeah, and that's a that's a pretty interesting thing to uh, to remember for this, uh, because like you said, we have seen them. Every episode, you know, up until now. Right. But we didn't see him in this episode, but it was still a good episode. I thought it had a great moral uh, stance on it. And it ends, you know, in a good way. You know, Melissa asked Billy if if he wants to dance. And he's like, nah, no, no. And, you know, then somehow he all of a sudden knows how to dance. <laughs> like, yes. That you see part. bust out those moves at the end? Right. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. There had to be some kind of huge time gap because Jason, <laughs> Jason attempted to learn sign language. I mean, he failed, but he still <laughs> attempted. And now Billy all of a sudden is like, you know, busting the move like no other. Like he's he's trying he's trying to get on Zach's level now. <laughs> yes, he really is. Like I was just like, what in the world? Like, like if 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 that's the way Billy rolls, then Billy is the ultimate player. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's just like no. You might think he's a nerd. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. He's just, he's just a nerd in disguise or something. Yeah, like I mean, because it also threw me off because you know, uh, uh, Melissa, you know, asked him to dance, and he's like, oh no, no, I couldn't, I couldn't. And then he goes out and does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what? <laughs> oh. and, and you see them like all dancing at the end and stuff. Right. Like that. But that is a different drum. Uh, final thoughts on this episode, Ace. I thought that uh, this was 
this was a really fun episode. It it got it got a little a little goofy at parts, especially with the whole gnarly gnome bit and you know his <laughs> his whole ploy and just the idiocracy of him. Right. Um, but like I, I think the the parts I liked about this episode the most was just the was the message. Uh, the message of, you know, once again, just accepting people for their differences and, you know, showing people that, you know, no matter your differences or disabilities, you, sh- you should still be loved and appreciated all the same. I think that's a really cool and important lesson, especially for kids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and again, it's one of those episodes you can watch it, you can learn something, but then you can also have fun with it. Yes. And yeah, like, it's, this it's, was it's, a... I'm sorry, this is a, a, a pretty low stakes episode in comparison to what we've seen previously. But, you know, at the same time, every episode can't be, you know, all about the sake of the, the world or whatever. Some episodes have to be, you know, maybe a little bit filler. Right. Especially since, you know, we got 40 more episodes. Right. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, so we're going to have to have that because there's no way in hell they can do that for every single episode. Right. (laughs) But that is a different drum. It is episode five in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series. And we're going to discuss even more Power Rangers when we come back on the other side. We're going to, well, what has become one of my favorite episodes. And we'll talk about it. It's Food Fight coming up next here on the Power Rangers Go podcast. But first, a word from TMB Studios. It's Power Rangers Go. Come on back with us. I'm begging you, don't pull that trigger. Don't ever tell the Marines to pull that trigger! Hey, I'm Spiper Payne, Bill Blanchard, and as United States Marines, we always love to shoot! And we're going to do it right here on the Wrestling Shootout. We are going to shoot on all things professional wrestling. I will have every single guest that comes to my show. We're going to shoot now if it's WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't care if it's the IWE, or Power Pro, or even UCW. Is UCW still around? Well, we're going to get into that too, whether they come back or don't come back, or even where the hell we're going to shoot on WECCW. Wait, I know they're not around. But anyways, on a brand new season of the Wrestling Shootout, anytime comes to my damn show, lock on and let's lock up, and let's get ready to shoot, baby. I ain't holding back, and you never tell the Marine all that shit. All right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast with myself, Caleb Stoveball, and superhero homie Q. He is ace to me, but you can call him Quentin Ficklin uh, if you would like as well. <laughs> you have so many nicknames, Ace. I have a ton, yes. <laughs> Proud of all of them. I, I know I would be too, trust me. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, here's something that I forgot to mention in the last episode of A Different Drum that I meant to make a note of, uh, Ace, and I wanted Mm -hmm. to see if you caught this as well. All right? So the power weapons in the last episode were not called what they usually are called. Instead, Zack calls his cosmic cannon, Kimberly's is battle bow, Trini is dino dagger, and Billy is mighty lance, and Jason is well power sore. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, you know I uh, 
I did not catch that, but like now that you say that, it does like it does remind me that yeah, they did actually say that in that episode, and that's kind of crazy because it's like I wonder why they made that change. I don't know. Maybe they thought that they needed to call it something different or something than what they originally had come up with. Maybe they thought with what they came up with was maybe too corny or campy, you know, uh, uh, as much as already corny or right. campy as it is. There's <laughs> like, maybe this is too much. Yeah, uh, maybe so. Uh, I can see that. But yeah, that that is a very interesting distinction. And, you know, we have to pay attention moving forward to see what they call them in future episodes. Yeah, yeah, I, I really have. I mean, I don't I think that's the only time that they do it. But if I catch it again, I'll definitely point it out. Because yeah, I, I, I like when I was watching the episode, I, I, I had to go back too. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Cosmic cannon? What? Like, so yeah, like, just, where did this come from? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I guess maybe it was just for this one episode, but that was on a different drum. So now we will move forward to the very next episode, which is episode six, and it is called Food Fight. And uh, this is where uh, we open up the show, or we open up uh, this episode, and it's in the juice bar, of course, because it's not actually in the high school, I guess. <laughs> right. And I wanted that, too. It's like, man, is the juice bar a part of the school? Like, <laughs> I, I guess it is. I have no idea, but it's it, 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 it I, maybe it's also the fact of maybe this is summertime. Mm, okay, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe you can kind of get that. I don't know, but they're having or they're planning to have this food festival. And here's where we get a little like inside adult humor. If you think about it, like Ernie's carrying the pies mm -hmm. and, you know, these, uh, you know, I guess hula girls, uh, you know, are beside him and bulk is still, he's like, he's like, Hey man, yeah. give me a hand with these, you two. And they just come over and they look at the girls and he's like, not them, the pies. I'm just like, that is so adult humor right there. Yeah, like, it is. It is. Like uh, every adult when watching this with their child was just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I caught that and I was like, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty good on them. I'm surprised they put that in. Right, like I, I, I don't know. Maybe no one even thought anything of it or whatnot. But right, you know, we, we've got this so-called food festival plan, and they're actually getting ready for it. It hasn't started yet in the episode, but they're getting ready for it. And Mr. Kaplan's looking at all of what the kids have and stuff like that. He even tries to go for it, and they're just like, ah, 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 you have to pay for it first. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm just like, he's a principal. No, right. he doesn't. <laughs> but also, again, if this isn't in the school, then hey, maybe he does. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> very true. That's a good point. <laughs> so, also another another note. This is uh, you know, we've seen uh, President Kaplan a few times, or, or Principal Kaplan a few times right. now. He is a very odd person. Like he's <laughs> very strange. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Which we find that out more in this episode, I yeah. feel like. 
like <laughs> it's interesting because he he's just like well this food looks good he's very nice he's very engaging and then he was just like well i wasn't hungry anyway it's like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> you got that hurt by that all right like it's man, your like, event <laughs> it's, it's yeah like it's your event is for you know it's for like playground equipment for a school like you can't you can't pony up twenty dollars and lead the charge. Oh, I know. It's just, it's just, it was just so weird. That's why I said he reminds me of like Vince McMahon or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, he kind of does, yeah. He really does. And so you know, we see uh, that that the kids are getting their stuff together. And I think they even make the lot. I just hope Rita isn't you know hungry for trouble or something. Right. <laughs> Like, oh, I heard that. I was like, yep, there we go. Now, you have I, to have those in there, though. I don't I, care I, what you say. You, you have to have right. those in there. Now, I looked it up, and, uh, and Cheryl Saban uh, wrote this episode. And I'm assuming that Cheryl is related to uh, to Hayam Saban, the, the man who, you know, created the show. Right. For lack of other words. And uh, so, like, this, you know, with, with, with her putting in, like, those... <laughs> Those one-liners or those those zingers, you know, like I, I can I can definitely see like how I'm being like, hey, make sure you put plenty of plenty of those in, in the show whenever you write. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just don't even worry about the script. Just make sure those are in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what what to write, just write a zinger in there. That's it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go up and we see Rita. And she's like, oh, that boo, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, and she doesn't say terrible. She goes literally terrible. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's where I heard it as a child now. Yeah. <laughs> so she's so she's just like, oh, this food is, you know, the side of food is 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 making me nauseous and stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, now you know she's gonna cook up something. And, and and we'll get into that in just a minute. But we go back now to uh, the food festival. And again, it opens up with the hula girls, you know, just dancing and stuff like that, which I'm just like, are kids allowed to see that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, I guess it's okay in this instance. I don't know. I, you know, just try to be funny. Oh, yeah. But, you know. Then we go into the food festival. The kids are serving everything. And Jason, you know, God love him. He just like, he's like, come and get it. A cheeseburger fresh off the grill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so let me ask you this. This is kind of off topic a little bit, but like, at a, I've, I've never had the pleasure to go to like a cultural food fair, but like, right. Is it appropriate to serve something so blasé as a cheeseburger at a cultural food fair? I, I, I have no idea. I guess it is. I mean, I mean, I guess <laughs> it was supposed to say like good old fashioned American hamburger. Yeah, like the USA type I, of food. Yeah, like I, that, I, guess. I guess. I guess it's like, but everybody knows what a cheeseburger is. You know, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But they, I mean, and, and they had hot dogs too there. So they you know, did, yeah. I, I, here's my thing: had this been anywhere else, there would have been beer over there. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good old fashioned American beer. American Lager, yeah. And it's like, hey, if you really want to raise money, you definitely serve beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. 
you'll make your playground equipment and then some. <laughs> but this is high school. We can't we can't promote that. Right. <laughs> so, so so that's why at this juice bar we only do like smoothies and sodas and stuff right. <laughs> like that. But we oh. go in and people are, you know, serve. I think Trini's got pretty much gotten all vegetable uh, thing going on. She's got, you know, Asian cuisine going on. Yeah, yeah. I know she said something like uh, stir fry and uh, right kind of dish. And what did, uh, what did Zach have going on? Zach didn't even know what Zach had going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally, like. A, a guy comes up to Zach's table and Zach goes, hey, man, come on, let, let me get you some of this. I'm like, what is some of this? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, too. He's the only one that did that said what he was not serving. <laughs> like, like, what in the world? <laughs> they were just like, fuck it. We, we, we don't have time to put in all these lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just you're serving something, they're serving something, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to the duo, of course, of the century, which is Bulk and Skull. Oh, yes. And and then, you know, Bulk looks at Skull, and he's just like, you know, they, they look like they're getting ready for trouble kind of thing. And you know what, when we talked about, the the random gang at times that they would have they yes. had two they had they, they had the one guy and then they had the blonde hair girl again and I'm sitting there going where do these guys come from who are right. these guys yeah <laughs> all just good randomly question. show up yeah it's like you know sometimes they're there and sometimes they're not you, you kind of wonder like it, with the inception of, the, of this show like were they intending to to have like Oh well, you know, actually, uh, I, I take all that back. Remember when I was telling you about the uh, the original pilot that never aired? Right. Like when they first show up, they show up with the whole gang. You know, it's not just Bulk and Skull, but like it's it's a crew of people with them. You know, and uh, so it kind of makes me wonder if they had intentions on having or using a whole gang from the beginning. They might have. I I, I don't know, but I guess when they saw that there had to be something that they saw with the chemistry with just bulk and skull that they were just like, yes. no, we don't need the game. Just have these two. And which is very true. Like they don't need a whole game. But I guess in this instance, uh, they did for what's about to come up because right. bulk looks at skull and he's just like, you know, basically everybody grab a pie and he's just like, what are you waiting for? And he, you know, skull starts, you know, eating the pie. He's like, you're not going to eat them, numbskull. We are going to throw them. <laughs> and so Skull is just like, oh, okay. And so they go and they throw the very first pie, and it misses Mr. Kaplan and blows off his toupee. <laughs> And it hits Skull in the face, and he yells, food fight. And when he yells, food fight, Ace, what proceeds to follow is some of the funniest shit I've ever seen (laughs) in this show. (laughs) Oh, so, you know, this felt like, 
the heart of the episode. You know, this yes. was most of the episode. Like, was was the food fight and then suing chaos. Yes, it was just I don't know what it was, and and I guess it's whoever directed this deserves an Emmy as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because it was just some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just like the way and the way people got creamed with those pies. I mean, these weren't fake pies. They literally creamed the shit out of them. <laughs> right. Oh like, man. You would I... see, like I saw a random girl in the episode. She gets popped like right in the face. I was like, Ow. Yeah, like jeez. Like, shit like 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 that had to hurt. Right. And you know, like man, Principal Kaplan. He he has zero authority. Like he can't get anything under control here. No, he he's like <laughs> is hiding. He's looking for his toupee, which falls yeah. in the freaking uh, the punch, punch bowl. bowl. Oh, and then he <laughs> he rings it out in the punch bowl and yeah. slaps it back on his head. Oh, it was and terrible. he's trying to keep it on through all of this melee and right. whatnot. And there's and then you see, oh lord, all hell has just broken loose at this food fight. Uh, or at this food festival, I should say, with this food fight. And, and we're not done with it, but they cut to Rita. And, you know, she just like, huh, I'll show them chaos and whatnot. And, you know, she's like, Finster, I want you to make me a monster. I want a pudgy pig. Apparently she knew exactly <laughs> what she wanted this time. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like, didn't Finster say, well, this one isn't quite my best. Like, I mean, I can do it, but... <laughs> Yes. yes, he did. He <laughs> said, "He said I have a pudgy pig, my queen, but it's not my best work." <laughs> like, <laughs> and now here's the thing: like we've seen what Finster thought was some of his best work. So if he says something is not his best work, you definitely shouldn't go with it. <laughs> no, but she, but she wasn't having it. She was right. dead set on this pudgy pig. This pudgy pig comes out of the of the thing, and I just wanted like. Like, I wish we could play a clip of Dave Chappelle saying, this is the least threatening motherfucker on the planet. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, Pudgy Pig, he really doesn't give a shit about fighting, as we're going to find out, you know? No, no. Like, he is, like, when I see this thing, I'm just like, okay, some monsters I can see can scare kids. This couldn't scare a fly. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, like he, couldn't, this could not scare a fly from shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he doesn't look optimal at all. Like his arms are in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who in the hell designed this? <laughs> and Finster even said, "This is not my best work." I'm telling you, this is not good. She 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 loves it too. Like the minute she sees it, she loves it. I'm sitting oh, there. Yeah. Why do you like this? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think this is gonna get the job done? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but she's adamant. Yeah, and and her plan is to eat up all the food supply because if you eat up all the food supply, well then the Rangers will get weak and stuff like that. Which is, I mean, that is kind of a fact. Like if you eat all the you know food supply, well then humans couldn't survive. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about that for a second because. It, it was either fin, uh, Finster or Rita who said within 48 hours he would consume the entire world's food supply. 
Actually, it was Zordon that said Zordon. That. Okay, okay. Yeah, yes. so Zordon said that. I'm like, he's like, I calculate. He will, <laughs> he will consume all of the food supply within 48 hours. And the first thing that he goes to when he, when he gets put on Earth is the trash can. <laughs> yeah. And the trash can just happens to have popcorn and all this other shit inside. Oh of it. I'm yeah. There, what the fuck? You you see him ruin a, a perfectly nice picnic, you know. <laughs> it's like it's like what kind of food supply are we talking about here? Right. Like, it's like with you, you know, like with, with the way he's going, I don't think I'm sorry, Zordon. I think you're wrong on this. I think it's going to be longer than 48 hours for him to eat everything. I I know, but we go back to the food fight. Because it's still going on, and Mr. Kaplan is like ducking behind the thing, and Bulk and uh, you know th- this other girl—they're just pelting people with pies. Like, and, and these again, these pies are going everywhere on these guys. Like, like they're not just hitting them, and it just hits them a little bit. Like, I mean, this hits them like face, like like just boom, square in the face. And the Rangers are trying to get together. They're just like. We we gotta try to calm this down or something like that. And <laughs> there's where the episode gets even better. If Jason <laughs> goes and grabs hot dogs like they're dumb chucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. and he starts twirling them around as Bulk has a pie in it. And he's just twirling them around. And it yeah. makes Bulk. Loses pie. I'm just like, why were you intimidated by that? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Like he, I mean, but it freaks him out because he like throws the pie up in the air and it falls on him. I'm like, jeez. Like he, like he's, like he starts seizuring when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And that's not even where it gets even better. Because Kimberly goes and she sees Skull, and Skull has like a tray of I don't even know what that was. I guess it was like salsa and chips or something I, like that. I but guess, yeah. I don't know. It looked like bagels at one point too when it landed on Bulk, because it lands on Bulk, and yeah, you know, he covers him in this stuff, and then he turns around, he has a pie, and then he hits he hits Skull square in the face, and all you see. Is just white pie and chocolate pie all over skull. Like right, he's like, just covered in this mess. Yeah, like this was a messy episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and and it was just so, it was just so funny. I was like, oh my god, this can't get any better. And then the pig, you know, like we said, the we, we cut to the pig. And he is in the park and he, you know, ruins this family's picnic by eating all of the food, which he doesn't even eat it. He just, yeah, like, <laughs> like he can't even yeah. swallow anything. Yeah. Like he just kind of wishes it around in his mouth and then it just gets all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then, and then, you know, we cut back to the food fight. And uh, there's uh, just some random guy, like, throwing food because, you know, everyone's pretty much throwing anything. Right. By the way, I love how everyone's got something on them except the Rangers. Like, oh, yeah. They don't yeah. have a mark on them, nothing. Not a thing, yeah. 
like, like, how the hell did they just avoid all of this? <laughs> that should have been like another clue that maybe these kids are the Power Rangers because they are <laughs> exceptional. Hey, there's not a mark on you. What happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did you dodge all of this? You dodged everything, like even like the the splashes and everything. Yes, and then and so. We go and this random dude is throwing, you know, some adjacent stuff and Billy and Trini come and try to, you know, uh, take it away from him. And they do. And then we get this random guy and and he looks at them and he's got two pies in his hand. So he's going to go after Billy and Trini and they just sidestep and he goes into like, I guess, just a just a bunch of like dip or something like that, like like salsa dip or something like that. I don't even know what that was that he fell in. Yeah. But he just dives right face first into it. And I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And and they they were like, and Billy just says, yeah, that'll be 20 bucks. Right. (laughs) That's the perfect, that was the perfect comeback for that. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, that was the best line. But then one of the funniest parts of this episode happens right here where we cut the bulk and he has he has whipped cream cans in his hands yes. and he's shooting it off like they're water guns. Right. Like he's in the Wild West or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then and then Zach was just like, yo, my man, chill with the whipped cream. And he, he, he you know, he hits them up like he's about to charge. And Zach, oh my God, takes <laughs> off his apron and goes, right. Toto, Toto, Toto! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think one of the funniest things about this episode is if you look at it as a whole, the Power Rangers are having just as much fun as everybody else. They're, <laughs> not, they're not necessarily trying to stop the melee. They're just having fun in it. Yeah, and... Uh, and and that'll probably uh, become kind of a clue here in just a minute. But like Zach, you know, is just like Toro, 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 and so Bolt charges at him. He goes flying where oh. all of the fruits and stuff is, and then hits the punch bowl, and it goes. I mean, literally drenches Mister Kaplan, and he has a funny <laughs> reaction. He's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ah! it's, it's something about this character, man. Maybe it's the actor, but something about him was just so off. <laughs> and and here's great. The thing. A lot of people were still, you know, they were still, you know, throwing stuff even when all of that stuff splashed on him. And then he just goes, "That is it." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone turned around. Was just huh? Like, right. <laughs> like the minute he said that, uh oh. We're all fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he, he takes off his toupee again, and he's, like, wrenching it off. He's like, look at this mess. Our food festival is ruined. <laughs> and he's just like, and he looks at the rangers. Yeah. And he says, you all should be ashamed of yourself. I'm sitting there like, but they didn't start this shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, look like- at Look at the two bullies right there that clearly threw the pies. Right. Yeah, he he looks dead at the Rangers and tosses a broom to Jason. Or like a broom or a mop or something. 
Yeah, like he just like, here, you're in charge of the cleanup. You know, I'm like, what? I'm just like, good lord, like, like what in the world? Which I'm, uh, which pretty much in that instance, it probably is just like I'm furious, and the first person I see, you know, I'm I'm basically taking my anger out on kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. I guess so. And then saved by the communicators because the Rangers. You know, our, we finally get, con, you know, a contact from Zornog. Because remember, he wasn't in the last episode. Yeah. But here, he's back. Which is so great because you have to have Zornog. You have Why? to have Alpha in almost every single episode. I, I often wonder what they're doing when the Rangers aren't there. Like, what were they doing for the 10,000 years that Rita was locked up, you know? I, yeah, we, we even talked about that on the, on the yeah. last episode. Like, we were just like... We were just like, are, are they just, were they just chilling? Were, were they just like in hypersleep or something? Like, <laughs> like they just, like, they just were like, calm down, Alpha. It's Rita. She's back. Right. <laughs> They're like, great. We finally have something to do. Yeah, pretty much. And then, so they get contacted and he's just like, Power Rangers, it's urgent. Teleport to the command center. And again, here's where we see you know, kind of why they are chosen to be Rangers, in my opinion, because it's like they don't ask any questions. They just it doesn't matter what they are doing. They drop everything and it's OK. We're on the way right now. Like, yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, exactly. Like they they're willing to drop everything and then just go straight to work. And, and you know, that's the mark of true heroes. Is, is it not? No, it is definitely, you know, just, you know, dropping your own personal affairs for, you know, the, the greater good, just trying to do what it is that you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they are the only protection, you know, for the planet against Rita. Right. And so he says, you know, observe the viewing globe. Here is the pudgy pig. And that's where, you know, he says, I, you know. I, I predict he will consume everything on Earth within 48 hours or whatnot. <laughs> and he is shown, like, in a supermarket or something like that. And I'm just like, what in the world? Like, like who shot yeah. this? <laughs> who shot this? I, I just, I don't understand. And then, you know, the Rangers, they teleport or they morph. Let's put it that way. They morph. Right, right. And it's time to go to work. And so they go and they, you know, try to uh, fight off this pudgy pig. And it ends up eating all of the power weapons. Yes. And now you can clearly tell that this is all Super Sentai. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All Super Sentai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially like... when you see the bulge on Trini. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I told you last episode, once you see it, it cannot be unseen. <laughs> it can't. I, it can't, especially when, like, they show Kim and Trini getting their, you know, um, their their weapons eaten, and it shows the kit or it shows the pig kick them. And yeah. When they when he kicks them, I saw I saw it. I was just like, oh my god, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no one thought that in this episode. They were like, hey, hey, you know, w when we do this, there's this little bulge area right here that, that's a problem. <laughs> right. 
They were like, no one's gonna know. <laughs> They're kids. They won't. They won't pick up on this kind of stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the pig ends up eating the power weapons, and that's not good because now the Power Rangers are like, oh crap! Like, what? What do we do yeah. now? Kind of thing. Like that's right. the first time that's ever happened, and you know. Rita is happy, and of course, Finster is just like, is just like, of course, that pudgy pig is my best work ever. Like, yeah, oh, I'm like, yeah, wait right. a minute, yeah, <laughs> like you just said not ten minutes ago that this was not your best work. And here's here's my question, right? Which which will later come into play uh, in this episode. But does he ever think of like the weaknesses of these monsters is the reason that they're not his best work? Finster is the glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, when you have Rita just yelling at you, like, I don't care what you're working on. I want to buy a pig. Like, I, I hope that there's a union for those guys because I feel like Finster's being overworked. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't have to worry about money at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a job for life. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, and so the you know pig is really giving it to the rangers and traps them in like a little vortex type of thing that teleports them to uh the park which i thought was really random i was just like what like, mm-hmm. like i didn't know the pig could do that <laughs> i didn't know the pig could do anything for that matter right. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way was it not the funniest noise when the pig ate those weapons? Like, like oh, it would yeah. show his tail would get longer yeah, his, and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I guess yeah. that was in the. I guess that was in the Super Sentai version or something. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. That's funny. Keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess for me, like, if you know, especially if I'm Jason and I see the other four Rangers get their weapons eaten. It's like, you know, maybe I should just shoot him from a distance with my blaster. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kept thinking that myself. I was like, you guys clearly see that the weapons are being eaten. Maybe you shouldn't attack him with those <laughs> right now. <laughs> but I, I get, where, where, um, where I will commend the show is for, you know, so many of the, of the past few episodes, we've seen the Rangers, even the odds with their power weapons. And they, they made sure that that was kind of ingrained in, in our heads. That, hey, once the power weapons comes out, the tides turn. And right. now, the first time we see the power weapons being rendered ineffective due to being eaten. And so, for you know, as a kid, that's like, oh, man, what do the Rangers do now? Oh, absolutely. And, and I thought that as a child, any time that that, that, that that ever happened, which it rarely happened. But when it did happen, it was like, oh, crap, like. What are they going to do? Which is always good when when you can get that. And they get teleported, you know, to, I guess, you know, the the picnic area or whatnot. And Zordon tells them, I'm sorry, Rangers, but the pig is now at your food festival and causing havoc. And they're like, oh, no, like, that's not good. And so... The pig goes in there and is scaring off people. He runs into Bulk and Skull, by the way, who look at him and do just kind of a pig face at him. And then all he does is just go like that. (laughs) And it scares them the fuck off. They were just like, oh, my God, head for the hills. (laughs) Yeah. 
you know, I was like, man, either Bulk and Skull are really brave or, or just not that bright because you should probably turn tail the moment you see a pig monster. I know. Like, they just they, they didn't care. But then, I mean, they turned tail and they left um, at, at that point. And when you see the pig go in to eat the food, is it not the funniest thing? Because he just looks at it and he just touches it with his nose. He's just like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he, yeah. It's like he, he he rubs it with his nose and just kind of slides it over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's something that I picked up in this that I didn't pick up, obviously, as a child until Trini points it out. But you see when he's going through the different food and you see one of the hot stuff right there, right? Like like mm-hmm. a radish or, you know, just a hot pepper. Yeah. Um, he, he, he looks at it and he goes, ah, yuck. <laughs> like he just throws it off. Right. And so, so you know, I didn't pick that up at first, but then I saw it again and I was just like, oh, okay, there's the little clue right there. And I didn't pick that up. Which, here's my question. Mm-hmm. How did he not come across hot food already when he was eating all of the damn food supply? That's an excellent question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, for, for a lot of these type of questions, I try to come up with a headcanon, you know, so I can bridge the gap. <laughs> but sometimes I just can't. I, I mean, uh, I, I can't either because I'm sitting there, I'm just like, how the hell did he not come across this already or something? I don't know. But it takes going to a juice bar festival. Yes, that's for him that's, to get that. Right. That's what does it. And uh, a man, like, you know, th- thankfully the Rangers come up with, with, with an idea that works off of basically was just a hunch for right yeah. now. <laughs> and, and it really is because, uh, you know, they come back and they see that the food festival is completely shattered. Now they're just like, oh, man, he ate everything in sight. And then Trini notices, you know, he didn't touch the hot stuff. And, of course, uh, you know, I guess we have to have those zingers in there. And Kimberly just goes, that's a more phenomenal idea, Billy. (laughs) 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 Like, good grief. I know. And it wasn't a good idea when Trini suggested it. But then when Billy suggested it, it was more phenomenal idea, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) More phenomenal idea. And and Uh here's the thing, too. What's so funny about this is we forgot to mention that Alpha is in a cooking gear and is clearly cooking something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, it it has to be for the, I mean, obviously, obviously we know at the end of the episode it is for the Rangers, but it's like, Alpha's not eating this. Zordon isn't <laughs> eating this. <laughs> exactly. So, he, so it's like, what are you making here? Like, it's just like, who are you making this for? All right. <laughs> I guess he was I guess he was trying to make it for the festival in time or something like that. I don't know, but you know, they come back to the food festival, it's ruined. They point out uh that it looks like the pig does not like spicy food and it's just a hunch at this point. You know, they don't know exactly, you know, still what they're dealing with here. And so, you know, they're just like, "All right, well maybe we can try this." And so they come up with the idea to go and basically feed the pig. Like, it's just like, here, let's lure the pig. Like, like let's hide the hot stuff and he'll just eat it kind of thing. Right. And I don't know what they thought that, you know, what would happen with it or something like that. And the minute he eats, 
this spicy radish, he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I've, like we as humans know that when you eat spicy food, sometimes it does like to explode from you, but not like that. Right. <laughs> like, good lord, this pig just just ignited when this thing that you know hit his oh, mouth. Yeah. And I, you know, showing that he's sick pretty much from mm-hmm. it, and he spits up the weapons. I guess like they thought it was gonna do or whatnot, and they get their weapons back. And the pig is completely weakened at this point. Like there's yeah. just no, there's no way around it. Like the pig is now completely defenseless. And so they finally they bring the weapons together and they fire on the pig. And he's done. They don't even need to call the Megazord. Like, Rita didn't yeah. even... Rita thought, you know what? I'm not even going to have him grow. Like, like, just fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm done with this. <laughs> like, you know, like, the more I think about it, it's like, man, it would have been really visceral if, like, you know, their plan worked. But then he just, like, just pukes up just like the nastiest looking green vomit just and just sprays. <laughs> <laughs> oh... But no, you're right. Uh, we we don't see the giant uh, giant monster this time around. No, she doesn't. Like I said, she doesn't even bother to you know revive it or anything. Like it's just nope. The power weapons destroyed him. That's it. That's all we needed. And I, which is okay, because you know we've often said that like there are episodes where they don't need you know the uh, Megazord all the time. They can mm-hmm. just take care of things on their own. And then you know they go back to their food festival and they're all excited. They're like, they're like, yes, we you know, we, we beat uh, the pudgy pig and everything like that. And then they're like, and then they look around and they're just like, yeah, we defeated the monster, but what about the food festival, you know? And they're just like, Oh, well back down to earth kind of thing. And then Zordon communicates to them and I love what he says. He's like, he's like, I see that you finished your mission, Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't say hey to me before you went back. Right. <laughs> 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 Jason, Jason with the one you know, one liners in this episode. Yeah, we sit that pit, we sit that pudgy pig packing. Yeah. Like <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, of course, you know, we had to put in the uh, alliteration puns in there, too, you know. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And so, you know, th- th- they're just like, well, yeah, we-, we beat the pig, but, you know, our food festival is ruined and stuff like that. And Alpha has a bunch of, like, what I guess looks like sub sandwiches, it, it seems like. Yeah, um, I guess that's what they are. I guess. I have no idea. Um, but he sends them, he sends them to the Rangers and, uh, they're just like, Hey, you you know, maybe these will help out. Maybe you could sell these kind of thing, uh, which is really nice of him to do if you think about it. Yeah. But, but they, they, they get it. And then Mr. Kaplan walks in and Kimberly's like, you know, we're really sorry about what happened. And he finally admits like, look, I know you kids weren't responsible for what happened. You were just trying to, you know calm the situation down or at least what you thought you could do or something like that i don't know but mm-hmm. he's just like and we actually have enough money for the playground equipment 
So we did, you know, succeed our goal and stuff like that, even though the food festival got ruined. (laughs) And, you know, uh, they said, they said, you know, well, we've got some more that we could make here as well. And he's just like, Ooh, what you got there? And they're like, Nope. Remember you got to pay for these. And he's just like $20. And they're just like, it's for the playground equipment. He's like, all right. With all of this chaos, I didn't eat lunch today, so I'm starving. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, subs, or go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say he takes the sub sandwich and he takes a bite of it, and it has a hot radish sticking out the side of it. Yep. <laughs> so you know that thing is hot as fuck. And, and Billy it, even says, "Oh no, Mr. Kaplan, not that one. Yeah, that one's really." <laughs> and he eats it. And he's just like, ha, oh, ha, oh, water. I need water. Water right now. <laughs> and there just happens to be a jug of water right there. Like, right. someone tell me where that jug of water came from. <laughs> oh, but, you know, thankfully for, for him, it was right there. You know, that was convenient enough. <laughs> it was. And he didn't <laughs> even try to drink it normally. Oh, he no. just gulped that thing down. He poured <laughs> it on his face. Yes. And his toupee fell off again. Again. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, a little hot, but not bad. <laughs> oh and everyone geez. is laughing at the end of this. And I'm sitting there just like, man, that wasn't like that laugh did not have to be edited in there or anything. Like, like yeah. they probably were laughing their ass off on set when they oh, shot yeah. this. I mean, how could you not? But, man, dude, just the food fight in general, that was just some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in Power Rangers. I mean, it was just, it was just so funny. (laughs) It was hilarious, you know, like that. It was such a, such a great kind of come down episode, you know, that was just, I mean, yeah, this was more for me on, on the humor than anything else. I, I thought this was great. Yeah, it, this one didn't really have like one of those moral value, uh, you know, episodes. I guess that that we've talked about, you know, like a different mm-hmm. drum had, like a different drum was all about accepting others. You know, uh, there was we've had teamwork. You know. Um, leaning on your friends and stuff like that. This one was just, hey, let's just make a funny episode. You know, let's right. make an entertaining episode, basically. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, yes, they did. And I, what I'm assuming is, is like when they shot the food fight, they might have they might have thought like, hey, maybe we can find some moral value from this. And then they were just like, nah, you know, nah. this is just yeah. an entertaining episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it was entertaining indeed. It's it this again, like I said, this just had to be one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen of the Power Rangers. Uh Bulk and Skull in this outdid themselves as always. Man, yes. the pies though in the face. I mean, good lord, they were just pelting people with that stuff, like I said. Like it was just like Good lord, like that would hurt in real life. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say that because like like those pie shots when they were getting just you know smacked right in the face with those things, like man, that's a lot of force. <laughs> yeah, they really were. And I mean, I mean, look at bulk, you know, when he throws a pie, it's gonna yeah. hurt. Oh yeah. 
So, you know, and again, it was just so random that, that they had the gang there for Bulk and Skull this time. Like, it was just like, what in the world? Like, right. Yeah, uh, you know, like, they, they do kind of pick and choose the moments when they want to use the gang and when they don't. But, yeah. I guess so. Like, I, I, I really don't know. Like, I guess they, they just felt like they had to have it for this episode. But they were just like, eh, they don't need any lines. It's all about Bulk and Skull. Right. <laughs> yeah, th- those guys, you know, they don't need any help. They they, they do a good enough job on their own. <laughs> Well, final thoughts on this episode, Ace. I think that this uh, this is one of the episodes that you can show to like a a newcomer to Power Rangers. You know, they don't need any kind of context really. They don't need any you know kind of predisposed uh, thoughts about the show. This is just one that you can show and just you know tune off your brain and and laugh at how funny and equally ridiculous the concept is and and. <laughs> really just get a, a feel for how the show is as a whole. I think that this is a great episode. Oh, yeah. Like I said, and like I said, the food fight. If anything, people, go and watch this for the food fight scene because it is just some of the funniest stuff you will ever see in your life. Like it, like I said, it was just hilarious from start to finish. And then, of course, the pudgy pig. I mean, just it speaks for itself. But it does. This was a great episode. I loved it from start to finish. Uh, just, just amazing. It, it really was. Uh, but we are going to take a break, and we are then going to move on to the very next episode uh, in this series, and I believe it's called Big Sisters. It's episode seven. We'll talk about it when we come back after a word from TMB Studios right here on Power Rangers Go. Hello, Internet. It's Chris Dickens. And have you ever considered going to a restaurant but wasn't sure about their food quality, their atmosphere, and their ease of access? Well, let me take the stress out of that by offering you the chance to listen to the newest podcast on TMB Studios called The Bite. On The Bite, yours truly goes to these restaurants in and around the nation and lets you know from my own firsthand experience about their food quality, their atmosphere, and their location's ease of access. And then you, the consumer, can make the decision on your own account listening for this podcast if the place is worth your time and your money. All you have to do is just tune in for brand new episodes of The Bite. It's worth the time, worth the patience, and ultimately, worth your sanity. Check out The Bite on TMB Studios. Alright, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast with myself, Caleb Stovall, and Quentin Ficklin, superhero homie Q, Ace. Uh, and we are going to keep on with the Power Rangers discussion here for episode seven. It's called Big Sisters. And uh, this episode is a really interesting episode. Um, because the girls have are doing the big sister program now. Here's what's interesting about that is I know we you know we, we like to poke holes in the things of like hey I don't remember having this in high school or <laughs> or whatnot, but I do remember that there was a big sister type program in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- yeah, as, as far as I know, like that is a, a legitimate program, you know, and 
not every high school. No, does not every it. high school. Like, like I can tell you, like our like the one I went to certainly didn't. Uh, but <laughs> I, like, I do know some that do. Like I know that Greenbrier had it, mm-hmm. um, and I know that Evans had it uh, at one point. And I believe Lakeside and some other places uh, had it. But I do know that that this uh, does exist. So this one. Uh, I didn't kind of laugh at. I was like, I was like, nah, okay, I I, I can buy this one, yeah, uh, kind of thing. And it starts off with you know Kimberly and Trini uh, looking for this little girl, and her name is Maria, and uh, they're looking for her. And it cuts to you know Zach and Jason, and they're sparring, of course. And he goes to like make a move on Zach. And, you know, he stops and he's like, hey, girls, what's up? Like, you look like you just lost something. And, you know, they're like, uh, not something, someone. And they're looking for Maria. And they're like, <laughs> Zach, with his shirt off, mm-hmm. comes over to the girls. And is just like, oh, no problem. Detective Zach is on the case. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what in the world, Zach? <laughs> it's like, all right. But they're, uh, but you know, they're like, all right, well, we'll help you find her. And he goes, you know, besides, how much trouble could a little girl get into? And you see her hand, and she is turning on the hot or cold water, I guess. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, but I can't really in tell. In the boys' locker room, and you just see like a bunch of guys come out, and they're in, you know, towels and. They're just like, oh my god, what what in the world's going on, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's 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 so it's so weird because like they all come like they don't come running out of there, you know, like butt ass naked because the water <laughs> is so hot. They come out of there with towels on and they come marching out like in a single foul line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's a narrow hallway, so maybe they couldn't spread out that much. (laughs) I don't know, but here's what's so funny. The Rangers are sitting there, they're laughing, because, I mean, what else can you do with that? I mean, that's funny if you see that. And they're just like, oh, my God, who would do a thing like that? And then, of course, we see the little girl, Maria, and I love their reaction. They're just like, Maria! Like, yeah. Oh my god. I was like, god. like, geez, this from a 70s sitcom? What, what's happening here? <laughs> I kept thinking that myself. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. well, what a, I mean, hey, that's the way that's the way it's done in this episode. And oh yeah. Then of course, you know, we we cut to Rita and Rita is after something specific in this episode. She is after the uh, power eggs power that eggs. they're called. Mm-hmm. And it's not really known what these power eggs do. Did we find this out in this episode? Caleb, we have no idea what these <laughs> goddamn eggs do. <laughs> <laughs> All we know is that... All we know is that if Rita gets them, it's bad news. Yeah, that's it. That's all we know. But we don't know why. We don't know what they do. We don't even know what powers they have. It's just don't let Rita get to them. All right. right. (laughs) That's all we need to know, I guess. And it shows back to um, it shows back to the juice bar 
and they've now got Maria under control or whatnot. They give her like a little, um, I guess, a banana um, uh, sundae uh, in a glass and stuff like that. And so she's eating ice cream, and, and they're just like, why did you, you know, do that? And she's just like, I felt like, you know, I needed to get your attention kind of thing. And she's like, you don't need to do that kind of stuff to get our attention. You know, we'll be your friends no matter what kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're volunteering. And she's just like, you know, thank you for being my friends and stuff. It, it's actually a really warm, kind-hearted moment. It, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, you know it, it. It is, but it's it's like I said in uh, you know, I guess uh, a, a few minutes ago. It just it is something about kid actors from the previous generation that I just it, it never sits well with me. Because it, clearly, with this little girl, as you can see, she can't act worth shit. She cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and so here's the thing: it's like you know, I. I mean, like with, with any podcast that I do, like a, a large part of it is, is watching a lot of material. So I see a lot of great acting, a lot of mediocre acting. I see a lot of bad acting. And like for me at this point, it's like, you know, it's whatever. But man, I with, mean, with this, I, this yeah. was like, a, this was like, how did you get the audition? Kid. I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they were just like, you know what? She can at least read the lines. Take right. her. I think she, she was she was somebody's daughter or niece, like somebody who big who works on the show. <laughs> <laughs> she had maybe she maybe she looked like the girl enough in the Super Sentai that they were like, okay, we have to go with her. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. I I, I don't know, but I, I'm with you. Like I'm just like, what the fuck? Like she would not be on Stranger Things. Oh no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like those kids know how to act. <laughs> yes, those those kids can act. Like she wouldn't be in in the new it movies. Like those kids can act too, you know. Like they, they just No. She would not be believable whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then but we you know, we cut to the park where the girls are having the picnic with Maria and you know, here come the putties and Rita sends them and to kidnap the little girl. Oh, and before all of this, I should say, back on, you know, her moon base uh, operation, I guess we'll call it. Um, she is in need of a monster, of course. And she gets this chicken. <laughs> that's yeah. all I can say. She, she, she get, <laughs> you know, that's all that needs to be said. Like, she gets... She gets a uh, uh, chunky chicken. That's the name. A chunky, yes. That's what I was trying to remember the name. A chunky chicken. And I'm sitting there just like, oh, my dear God. And it has a friggin', like, it has a clip with it. Like, like it comes with those, uh, what, what do you call those? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it comes with a... Like I, like like a plucker or something like that. Like like it was. Oh, not, yeah, I, I don't remember. Like scissors, scissors. Well, yeah, uh, basically, we'll we'll go with scissors. In, in, oh in no, it, it comes like shears. That's right. Yeah, it's shears. Yeah, it has there shears. Yeah, shears. yeah. Shears. I couldn't think of the names mm-hmm. of those to, to save my life, but 
<laughs> it comes with its own shares, and all yeah. it does is bah, 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 bah. I'm sitting there like, oh my god, like, like I retract my statement about the pudgy pig. This right. is the least threatening motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know, man. It's it's close. I mean, at least the at least the chunky chicken has shears, you know. Yeah, like at least at least he looks like the threat of hey, you could get chopped up with this right. But the pudgy pig is like I, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the pudgy pig had nothing. Yeah, like I you know I, I have hot sauce in my refrigerator. I just th- throw that at you and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, we get the chunky chicken, and it's. I guess it's going to help protect the power eggs or something like that. But she's already found them. Um, like you know, yeah. she, she already sees it, so she has it. So now she's like, "Well, I know. I guess she figures. You know, I know Zordon is going to see that I have these. So now I've got to come up with a monster to distract the Power Rangers, basically." Right. And she sees that Kimberly and Trini uh, have that big sister thing going on. So she sends the putties to kidnap Maria. And here's my thing. You know, when they go to kidnap her, you have Trini and Kimberly fighting off the putties. And I'm sitting there just like, how does that not, like, ring in anyone's head? Hey, these guys are fighting the putties and they're winning. (laughs) <laughs> Might need to look at those guys as the Power Rangers. Yeah, you know, you would think so, but I mean, I guess at the same time, if it's just, you know, little Maria who's around, then, you know, they can kind of get away with it. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, you know, she didn't know what they can do and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, but they kidnap her and we go back to the juice bar where <laughs> Zach has, and this is Zach. Right. Uh-huh. Zach has ordered this big, like the biggest banana split I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Did you see that thing? It was ridiculous. It looked delicious as hell, though. I was it like, did. oh my God, yeah. I could go for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably die after eating it. But... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you get, you know, a sugar shock and then you just kill over shortly thereafter. It's pretty much what would happen. And Jason even is just like, you you can't eat that. There's no way you can eat that. Like, talk right. him. And Ernie looks at Billy and Jason and says, your guys is com- or, or yours is coming up next. I'm like, what the hell? Like, jeez. Like, that's enough for the three of them. I know. And he, But I guess it's a challenge or something like that. But then uh, Trini and Kimberly come in. And they're like, you know, guys, we've got a big problem here. Uh, they have just kidnapped Maria. Uh, Rita has. And, you know, even Zach, who is eating that thing, like he even puts down the spoon and is just like, oh, here we go. Like, again, that shows you why they are the Power Rangers. They just drop. They drop everything. It's just, oh, here we go. It's time to yeah. go to work. Like, we've got to save this girl kind of thing. And. They go to try to teleport, but telecommunications is down, apparently. They can't yeah. they can't get a hold of the command center and they cannot teleport uh because there's a problem of some kind. And we don't know what's going on, you know. We don't know uh why this is, 
But I guess it's I guess it's to make this as an excuse to bring in what I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've seen in this TV series. And I had and I did not realize this as a child that this existed. I forgot all about this friggin' thing, which is Billy's latest invention. Oh my the rat bug. <laughs> Did you remember this, Ace? Not at all. I had no idea of this thing's existence. I I didn't even, like, remember this whatsoever. And they pull it out in this episode. And Billy says, says, I can get to any place on the planet in this thing. Which I'm sitting there just going, um, how? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so here's the thing, like, with Billy... Like they, they really need to respect Billy way more than they do. Billy built some type of interdimensional teleportation communicator, okay, for all of them. Right. He, and then he goes and he builds a, a car that can do what zero to thirty eight hundred yeah, in like two said, seconds. Yeah, and, and, and they said they like he's just like it's a special kind of car, and they're like, What's so special about it? It could do zero it can do like zero to thirty eight hundred in uh, or sixty eight hundred in two seconds, and they're all just like, "I'm sold." Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute, no one's <laughs> no anyone... one thinks like, "Hey, wait a minute, what does that mean, Billy? What are you saying? This car like, can fly, and if yeah. it can fly, how do we know that it won't crash?" Right. The human reaction cannot react while traveling at that kind of speed, Billy. How are we going to drive? This is a Volkswagen. (laughs) It it was. It was an old school Volkswagen (laughs) with like just a little weird propeller on the top of it or something like that. (laughs) I'm just sitting there just like. There's no way I would get in this even if I was a Power Ranger. Right. <laughs> they weren't concerned about crashing or dying or anything. They were just, I'm sold. Right. <laughs> no, at that point, I would, I would have said, you know what? No, surely Zordon can get us some kind of transportation because this, <laughs> we can do better than this. Well, apparently not because they all just hop in the damn thing. Yeah. And they, and they go it, up in the air, and they're all just like, whoa! <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sitting there just like, oh my god. I had no, like, I forgot of this thing's existence in the Power Rangers. And now I wish I wouldn't have seen it. I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I had completely erased all of this from my memory. I had no idea. That that this existed, I, I I like I said I forgot all about it, and so and here was the thing they make it to the command center and the way that they enter the command center is the funniest <laughs> thing, is it not? It's so hilarious. It just it's like, drops down. You just dr- it. yeah. I'm like, there is way more going on with this car than what meets the eye. Right, <laughs> right, like like it just drops. Into the thing with no problem, and then it's, it shows up right there. <laughs> yeah, it just shows up right there. <laughs> this just showed you, by the way, how much how little they cared about special effects. They were just like, eh, just dropping in yeah, there. Just, just <laughs> do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, it's already a flying car. We hadn't explained right. that part, so fuck it. <laughs> we'll just use Microsoft Art to, you know, just simulate. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that's what was going on at this time. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then an alpha just nods like, oh, it's a car. Right. <laughs> it's, just, just no thought to it whatsoever. Yeah. Just, oh, it's a car. Oh, Power Rangers. <laughs> it's so crazy how little we question things as children. Right. You know. <laughs> But now as an adult, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn second. What were y'all thinking? <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys, like, for all you knew, that car could have exploded the moment you cranked it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like the minute, like the minute they tried to take off, it goes up in the air and then it just, <laughs> just <All right>. plummets. <laughs> But hey, I, uh, okay, so we're introduced to the rap bug. They finally get into the command center and they come out of the car and Zornot <laughs> Zornot looks at him and he just goes he just goes, Never mind that. What uh what is troubling you? You all look distressed <laughs> kind of thing. I'm like, how I'm can like, you tell? Right. But on top of that, I'm like, well they they just travel, you know, four thousand miles per hour in a VW. <laughs> So I'm sure they are distressed. They just came inside a car, so you know. I mean, they've obviously got something on their mind, right? <laughs> so uh, they tell them, you know, hey, uh, Rita has kidnapped uh, a little girl, and they're like, "What do you think? What do you think she wants with uh, uh, her Zordon?" And <laughs> and he's just like. Well, unfortunately, nothing good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no shit, Zordon. <laughs> right? And something that I have feared for for thousands of years or something like that. Rita has found the power eggs. I'm like, how have you feared for this for a thousand years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. What so, were you doing all those thousands of years? You know, that, that is, he was like, I'm stuck in an interdimensional time warp. Yeah, I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should do, Rangers, for your next mission. Figure out a way to get me out of this goddamn time warp. <laughs> <laughs> he never thought that. He was just like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> He's like, this is my life now. <laughs> it's cool. I'll just be trapped in this time warp. Nobody, nobody paid me any attention. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> like to it, see it, here, folks. It wasn't until the movie, right, before we see him out of that, yes. and then he, and then he's dying. <laughs> yes, and that's like the only time we see him. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god! Like, there's so many questions. <laughs> yes. But oh. they, but you know he sees that they're uh, in uh, in distress, and they you know he tells them about the power eggs, which he doesn't tell them sh- like he didn't tell us shit about the power eggs. He just said, "Find them before Rita does." Right. For all we know, like, why? For all we know, the time mask could just be like his illegitimate children that he doesn't want the Rangers <laughs> to know about. <laughs> Because he doesn't tell them anything about these eggs. If that is 
if that is true, then 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 eventually all these kids are going to end up on Mori. Oh yeah. <laughs> Zordon, you are the father. <laughs> and plot twist: Rita is the mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, There's, you know, she used to be a ranger. She used to be a ranger. <laughs> Maybe that's why she went cuckoo and tried to take over the planet was because Zordon fucked her. He said deuces. She, she said, I got, I got two power eggs and they're yours. And he said, <laughs> <laughs> and Zordon said, nope. Nope. <laughs> definitely not mine. <laughs> That's not my baby. <laughs> oh. oh my god, we're having way too much fun with this. I hope you all are uh, as well. And uh, it's time to try to get serious here because, again, and it's really going to be hard to because they can't even teleport out of the place. You know, the uh, the communications still are down. So they have to use the rab bug to get to where yeah. they're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, excuse Uh-oh. me. But um yeah, they have to use the rab bug uh to get um to where they're going and so we're still going to see this damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so my thing was was how the fuck did they get this thing out of the command center? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess the same way they got it in there, like they it floated down, so it floated back out. <laughs> <laughs> it just floated up somehow yeah. with no acceleration or nothing. Oh. I don't know, but it, but so uh, they've got the power eggs, they've got the girl and stuff like that, and so the Power Rangers are like, we've got to find them. And so they find them, and they're about to pull up on them. And here is where we get the morphing, or the I guess the mighty morphin sound that we're all accustomed to. Like, because uh, you know, when when they first morph, you wouldn't hear their full projection in that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think I have an idea. So like when so like when they did the morphing, uh, like like Jason, you know, his was always Tyrannosaurus, right? And in the beginning, it was more just Tyrannosaurus. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and that I see happened with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They didn't get that right until this episode, uh, in my opinion, or from what I had seen, like. This was when they got it right. I was like, okay, that's the morphing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what you mean. And then, yeah, you, you kind of right there. There was a little bit more umph behind it. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that's exactly uh, what I mean by that. And so they get that, and right when they're about to pull up on them, they morph. And here we go. Now, this is all just straight Super Sentai footage. Oh, yes. It's it's oh, it's, it's Sentai footage, pretty much the minute that they morph. Yeah, because you can tell uh, by the way the production quality changes in it, 
you can Absolutely. tell you can tell from the background too because again it always ends up in this like big huge gravel area which i'll mm-hmm. never understand <laughs> i'm like where is that right and it's almost like hinted that it's almost another dimension of rita's at times like i'm just like wait what yeah you, you're right you know i I'd have to watch some Super Sentai one day to see what that show is really all about. Right. <laughs> right. I've I've often thought of that. And, I mean, it's hard to find that footage. I'll yeah, that. yeah. It's also hard to follow it because it's like, what, like, what is going on, you know? Right. And they didn't have subtitles or even, you know, uh, the dubbed English. The dubs, yeah. It. Yeah, that's true. None of that. So, you know, and that's again, that's why they made the American version of this uh, and whatnot. But we go and the Power Rangers are now fighting the Chunky Chicken and they blast him and they blast Goldar and he drops the eggs into the ocean type of thing. Right. And, and that brings up the funniest image of Rita Repulsa ever <laughs> in the history of Power Rangers. Because at first, you know, they show up and they blast the eggs and she just goes, I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she says it with such disdain. Yes, she does. I loved I loved it. And then she gets on her like unicycle bike and is pedaling to try to get the eggs, and she's like, "No, stop! Those are my eggs." <laughs> <laughs> right? She goes, "Yeah, on her her magical bicycle thing," and just starts. <laughs> it, it's oh, just, it's one of the funniest things. And then it is. And then she goes to try to retrieve the eggs and stuff like that, and they're in the ocean or whatnot. And then you know the Power Rangers are more concerned at this point, you know, trying to get Maria. And stuff right. like that. And Chunky Chicken has her hanging. Where where they have her hanging, I have no idea. Yeah, this is it's a little a little bizarre. And so, like, the, the, they like show them at this kind of like warehouse looking thing, which is all Super Sentai footage. You can right? Tell. Like, it's not even like the the little girl when they show close ups of her face. That's the American girl, obviously. But then. Like mm-hmm. when you look at the other images, you can tell that that's all Japanese footage, right? Right. There. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they do a good a good enough job though of you know trying to cover that all up and make it seem seamless. Yes, but you can tell that that you know instead of like the American girl, there's a little Japanese girl. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> it's like and once again, I hate to keep saying this, but it's crazy how much went over our heads as kids. Right. <laughs> it really is like 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 we couldn't tell none of this, but then when you look back at it, it's just like holy crap! It's so obvious, <laughs> like right. But it's still, even still, it works for some reason. It just works. Yeah, like it 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 works, and like you just you don't really question it, and uh, you just have fun watching it. Yeah, you, you really do, and. And so they get the plan to be like, hey, let's get in the Megazord or something like that, which the monster is not blown up yet or nothing. Yeah, but they no. just are like, you know, hey, let's get in the Megazord kind of thing. 
And because I guess Maria is hanging from the top, so they're like, if we need to catch her, we can catch her with the Megazord kind of thing. Because that's exactly what happens. Like, the monster cuts the rope, and, you know, she's about to fall. And then they, you know, they stick their hand out, and they catch her finally. And, you know, Rita says, all right, um, you know, you caught her, but now fight the monster in its full form. And they have her, and... (laughs) They said, this is where I was just like, oh, come on now. They have the rab bug come back. And they're like, put her in the rab bug. It'll remotely take her to where she needs to go. I'm just like, no, come on. Because of course it will. Smart. (laughs) Of course he is. You know, what was also hilarious is like when they put her down, did you see the hand on the Megazord? (laughs) <laughs> yes like it was just like wait what that doesn't look right right i'm like i'm like i don't know what that is but that is not the megazord's hand <laughs> it is not it, they didn't even try with that they were just like there's like here just make just make it all black and no one will be able to tell like right. that's it like like don't show where clearly there's supposed to be like the big m on the arm and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, just show that part of the hand right there. <laughs> People will buy it. People will buy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, uh, even earlier when they caught the little girl, you know, and then they pull back. And it's like, that was such a close-up on the Megazord that, like, you could see the rubber of the glove that the guy's wearing in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save as much money as possible with oh, these special yeah. <laughs> Yes, and, and boy howdy, they, they succeeded in that. And, yeah, they really did. And so, you know, they saved the girl, they put her in the ride bug, and then of course they take care of the chicken, which again is all Super Sentai footage. You can tell it because the chicken looks nothing like what we saw <laughs> earlier. <Right. laughs> it looks completely different, but then they take care of, of that and um, they uh, they rescue the girl, and they go back to the juice bar, and it shows you know a news report saying, hey, once again the Power Rangers uh, have saved the day. And I almost want to liken that to you know that episode of the Powerpuff Girls where there's a monster that lands in the city of Townsville, and they're just all like, oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like Powerpuff Girls will save us. Like, that's almost what you know. The <laughs> that's almost what the Power Rangers are starting to become at this point. It seems like, like, oh, nobody panic. Rangers got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody panicked or nothing in, in this. But that um, is true. And then they show you know the girl even uh, saying that she was saved by the Power Rangers. And that, uh, you know, she's now the coolest kid in her class. So she, she thanks the Rangers uh, and stuff like that. Here's my question, Ace, at the end mm-hmm. of this. What happened to those goddamn eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, this is, all, this is all a part of Zordon's plan. He was like, don't. <laughs> Don't wor- don't don't bring those goddamn eggs back back to me, but don't let Rita get them either. Just <laughs> leave, just leave my kids. <clears throat> I mean the eggs, <laughs> wherever they are. 
<laughs> oh no, that's what I'm now like. I'm now just gonna look at this episode, just like, yep, this was the plan all along. But Zordon didn't want these eggs to be found. <laughs> oh, just, just nothing. They just were like, it was like, oh, we saved the girl, we killed the monster. What happened to the eggs? Right. <laughs> Where did they go? Did you make an omelet with them? Like, what did you do? Oh, I mean, that is just a really good question because, like, you just don't hear or see about these eggs. <laughs> just nothing. Just, nothing. Just you don't hear anything about them ever again. Just, nope, that's it. That's all we needed them for was this episode. Right. <laughs> we get that a lot. Like, we've had that with the power crystals. We've had that with the human chain. We've right. Oh, man, the, the human days. chain. Boy, howdy. There, there's some things I just won't forget. I know. And I won't forget this episode. This episode, it, it was weird. I, I'll, I'll say that. Like, I was, I didn't enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed the others. I'll, I'll just go yeah, ahead no. and say that. Oh, same here. This one was kind of weird, like, all the way around. It's just a lot of things didn't make sense in it, and it was just like, Good lord, y'all just needed to come up with ideas, so y'all just threw in a bunch of shit and just said, here, pick it out of a hat, and we'll see which one goes into this episode. Yeah. It just, it was weird. Uh, So hopefully the next one that we're going to talk about uh, is actually a little bit better, which is, uh, it's called Eye Guy, uh, I believe is what it's called, if not out. It, okay, there you go. I did get it right. <laughs> it's actually and, called I, comma, I guy. Oh, that's yeah. right. I, I guy. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Clever. I see mm-hmm. what they did there. <laughs> yes. Now, his was also interesting, uh, really quick. Um, All right. Because, like, you know, as we've been going on, you know, I, I've been looking at, like, you know, the directors and writers and also the release dates for these episodes. And there is something really really fucking strange going on with these episodes uh so for example big sisters that said that shows a release date of september 30th 1993 hmm. whereas i guy shows a release date of september 14th 1993 but it's still shown as episode eight with big sisters being episode seven it's like the release dates are just all over the place it's, it's very bizarre yeah, and and that might be like sometimes, sometimes within like I guess these type of shows, they might be like, well, you know, none of these like are really in order, mm-hmm. so they're kind of are just you know, yeah, yeah. I, I guess they kind of were like, hey, you know what? Instead of putting this here, let's put this here, kind of thing. I guess I really right. don't know that that that's an interesting uh, thing to point out, and we'll have to look more into that. Uh, or whatnot, but uh, we're gonna take one more final time out here on the pod- Power Rangers Go podcast. If I can speak, uh, like <laughs> uh, the, the chunky chicken got me all messed up, like the rap book. Like, I'm just like, still, I'm just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break here on TMB Studios, but we will be back with the final episode for this week called I, I Guy. Come on back with us. It's Power Rangers. Go.
Hey, what's up? This is Caleb Stovall here with the Stovall Wrestling Network SWM Podcast talking all about what? That's right, the world of pro wrestling. Join me and my good friend Chris Dickens as we discuss current wrestling news, past wrestling, skits, interviews, and more. Chris, why don't you tell them all about the website? Hey, you can find the Stovall Wrestling Network on tmbstudios.ga. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. It's SWN Stovall Wrestling Network. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast right here exclusively on TMB Studios. All right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast and talk about our final episode for this week on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, it is called I, comma, I Guy. <laughs> Try <laughs> saying that five times fast. <laughs> and it opens up, and it opens up at Billy's house which I would like to point out right here in right here and now that his is the only house that we ever see from the Rangers. Yeah, everyone else is homeless. I've I've come to surmise. <laughs> I I think that Ernie lets them stay at the juice bar till close time and then they sleep like in out back somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh Oh, we're done with this episode. That's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but we open up at Billy's house, and he's got, I guess, one of his students or friends. I'm not really sure of the relationship. Yeah, what's the it. connection here? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's like a big brother type of thing. That That's what I assumed. Like, you know, we had big sisters the last episode, so now we've got kind of the big brother version. Right. I guess. (laughs) I don't know, but um, it had, and his name is Willie. So (laughs) we have Billy and Willie. (laughs) You know, that was done on purpose. That was. It was so done on purpose. (laughs) Like, I have to believe that. And it shows that they are getting ready for some type of science thing. And um, we have the Rangers there who are helping him out. And um, he goes and he says that I've invented this game or virtual. So this was a GoPro before a GoPro was invented, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially, yeah, like you said, uh, well, even more than a GoPro, it's like a... uh... Virtual man. reality. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what's that popular one? Uh, man, I forget the name of them. I'm <laughs> trying to think of that too. Like, because it's it's some type of virtual thing. Right, um, right. Uh, and they're very popular now. They are. They, they're they're really cool. I actually got to use one before, and uh, had had a blast with it. Like, it was really really fun and immersive. But well, I can't remember the name of it. The Power Rangers for that because uh, they, yeah. <laughs> they must have seen this episode and went, yeah, let's create that. <laughs> you know, this seemed to be like, uh, I guess, like a, a common dream for nerds in the 90s, because I don't know if you ever had the misfortune to see the movie, the live action adaptation of Double Dragons. Uh, no, I did not. Good, good. You dodged a bullet. 
Okay. But, but uh, th- there was a, a a kid in that who also had like a, a really kind of advanced VR headset. So it just kind of makes me think that that was like a product of the 90s that people really, really wanted that. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, around the time in the 90s, a lot of uh, movies were experimenting with the 3D aspect as well. Right. When did Jaws 3D come out? Oh, that in the in the 80s? I yeah, I don't know. I want to say that it came out around in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. I that's what I want to say is that it came out in the 90s like they did like they did the original version and then they re-released it in 3D, didn't they? Uh, they could have. I don't I don't know. I I never watched Jaws 3D. Well, this is very true. I never did either. There's no way in hell you'll catch me doing that, too. The only thing I was ever interested in seeing in 3D was the Terminator at Universal Studios. Oh, yeah. That that was fun. That was a fun attraction. But that's like actual 3D, in my opinion. Like, like that's not your bullshit 3D that they tried to do, you know, here recently. Remember that? There was a little bit of a craze with movies being shot in 3d and people were just like what's the point there's not actual 3d in these things yeah 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 it's just like looking through like the lens of a glass or something like that. i really don't know (laughs) like it just it 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 was a little bit of a weird phenomenon here but uh yeah willie has created this virtual uh headset and the Rangers put it on, and they're you know looking or they're on a roller coaster, and they're actually <laughs> it's so funny because they're actually you know reacting to it. They're like, "Whoa, yeah. look out!" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're uh, they're they're having a blast apparently. They really are, and you know, Ace, you said it on the last uh, or you said it on our last. Um, uh, break that we had but uh you know you know how you hate child actors well here you go <laughs> this got one was even 10 got, times worse <laughs> yeah somehow i was like it can't get any worse than uh what was her name maria yeah but man he would come with old willie <laughs> <laughs> he was he was awful from start to finish i'm sorry but he was folks <laughs> like this was just some terrible acting uh, in this yeah. And here was what was interesting, right? He's got the virtual, you know, headset and everything like that. And they're walking him to where they're about to go to the, you know, science fair type of thing. And we don't even see Rita yet or anything. It's just all of a sudden the putty sh- show up. Yeah. Just out of the blue. Just out of the blue, like, like, what is she going for here type of thing? <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 we don't see her say a plan or anything. They just show up, and it looks like they're going to try to, you know, I guess, ruin the invention or, or steal it or try to steal the kid or whatnot. And they all, they all circle around them, and... They're like, they're like, Billy, or I'm sorry, Willie, stay inside the circle. <laughs> like, I'm just like, how in the hell is that going to protect him? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they just circle all around Willie 
and these putties are clueless as to what to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, if you really think about the putties, it's like they should only ever be used as a distraction. They should never actually be used for any kind of reconnaissance. <laughs> <laughs> they really shouldn't. Like, and again, we don't even know what the hell there's like what they're doing there. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Right. I don't think the putties even know what they're doing half the time. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I have definitely come to that conclusion on more than one occasion. Right. That's for sure. But so, you know, they fail at whatever they're trying to do. Shocking. But, <laughs> you know, and, and they fight them off. And so they're like, all right, let's go to the science fair. And, you know, they and it's at the juice bar. <laughs> At the, everything is at the juice bar. Is, <laughs> I don't understand. How does this juice bar have everything going on? Is there no other place outside the city? You know, I'm, I'm think, that's what I'm thinking. I think that uh, the Ernie's Juice Bar is, uh, is like the only public access place in Angel Grove. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Angel Grove is just this little itty bitty area, but then when they go to the Super Sentai footage, it's this big city. Right. Like, like what uh, the hell? <laughs> but it's at the juice bar, and, you know, they show up, and it's almost kind of, like, hinted that, you know, they're going to be late if they don't show up or something like that, or if they don't get set up or whatnot. Right. And, you know, the um, the the guy running it, I guess the head scientist guy, he's kind of a dick. He's a major <laughs> dick, Yeah. Like he's just a dick from start to finish. Right. I mean, seriously. I'm like, and, and, and also, like, I don't want to, you know, uh, to jump the lead here, but man, like, like you're about to discuss here, the inventions that these kids have are out of this world. They are <laughs> absurd. <laughs> I know. I couldn't let alone think of what to write on my essay reports. Let alone come up with these inventions in high school. <laughs> right. Oh. Like I like okay, Bulk and Skulls show up, of course, at this thing. They're gonna cause mayhem at, you know, a nerd convention, obviously. Of course. And they go up to this guy and he has this weird microwave on top of him. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna call it that. That's... And he's got this gun and they're like, and they're like, here, or shoot me with something. Not knowing what it does or anything, he's just like, here, use that on me. And it freaking, it it zaps his pants away. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, what like, in the world, what are we doing here, Ace? I'm like, Angel Grove needs to be like underneath military contract because the in <laughs> the inventions that they come up with are crazy. Like Seriously, this, like Zordon should have hired these motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, we already talked about how Billy made the communicators. That's that's already and the you rad know, bug. and the yes, and the rad bug. And now you have this kid. What we have another kid who created VR. You know, and now we have <laughs> a kid who created a pants away ray. You know, we, that could be used for all sorts of evil when he gets a puberty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so scary. Oh. 
think about too. Yes. If you think about it. And so, you know, Volk and them, they're trying to cause havoc and stuff like that. And it seems like they're going to succeed because they get under, you know, Jason and Zach's skin. And mm-hmm. so they're like, here, let's take them. And of course, you know, they're outsmarting them at every turf. And they, you know, I guess shove them onto this, uh, uh, I guess, like buggy or so. I don't know what, what, what that's called or anything like that. But, but it's, like a, it's like a little buggy. It's like a little push thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're on that, and they're like, they're like, here, we've got something for you. And you have this, like, really hot girl in a dress who does not look like a nerd whatsoever. Right. (laughs) Like, I'm sitting there going, I'm just like, no, that is not a nerd. At least that at least that was just like, I'm not wearing that. I'm wearing right. this, and that's it. And they're like, okay, well, you don't matter in this episode anyway. Right. So. <laughs> I'll say at least this is not a 90s nerd because 90 nerds were very stereotypical. And, you know, ner- nerds today, you know, look like anything. Anybody could be a nerd and you would never know. Well, it's very today. true. But man, back back then, yeah, that definitely did not fit the bill of what a nerd was. Oh, I know. Like Billy is what fits a nerd. Like yes. that is that is legit your typical stereotypical nerd right there. So is Willie. Like it's it's all over them. And they even have their like little weird uh headshake. Like, you know, they're doing the headshake and then they with their overalls and it's like it's <laughs> 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 like, a honking noise when they do it. Yeah, I'm like, what is happening here? With your real little handshake and overalls, and what happens if you don't have overalls? Yeah. <laughs> like, like you just you just pop the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where that came from. It came from the Power Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. There it goes again. <laughs> <laughs> and they shove Bulk and Skull into this contraption, and again. We don't know what the hell these things do, but apparently Kimberly and Trini knew exactly what it did, even though it wasn't their invention and it wasn't their friend. Or right. Anything. <laughs> but they're just like, two big makeovers coming right up. <laughs> I'm sitting there just like, what? Yeah. What is going on in this episode? You know, like I, I was just as clueless as Bulk and Skull. You know, I think we all were. I think I like. I really think so. And you see their clothes flying, so you're just like, "What in the hell is going on?" And they come out, or the the thing opens up, and they're in like women's clothing. I'm sitting there going, "What the fuck? This yeah. was on children's television." All right, there's so much that's. You know, politically incorrect. You know, with this episode. It really is. I mean, first of all, a kid bought, brought a gun to a school, and nobody <laughs> said anything about it. <laughs> he he shot someone with it, and no one said anything about it. And uh, you know, his pants away. Right, and uh, you know, back in the nineties is when you could make fun of uh, of, of, of people if they cross dressed. You know, and like so th- this. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is showing his age a little bit. Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like I'm just like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, and it, 
and I guess from all of this that's going on, the head scientist guy thinks that, you know, it's Willie and the guys making all of this disturbance, when again, they're not doing anything. They're just defending themselves, really. Like, yeah. And again, this guy is a dick, as far as I'm concerned. Like, he's just, like, he's just like, dude. Like, and, and he tells Willie, like, you're disqualified. And yeah. I was just like, for what? He didn't do anything. I mean, that, that's kind of like a common theme, like with like teachers or scientists or principals in this show. Like they'll look at the innocent people and say, this is your fault and just put the blame on them. Yeah, like I, it really is. And it's just it's sad in ways like um, and Willie gets upset. He's just like, great. Now my invention won't get shown, you know, in this and. You know, it, it'll never get discovered, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it's funny because he goes to walk away and Trini is just like, Willie, wait, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he just kind of sighs, pouts and keeps going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happens. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, this is weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is everything about this is weird. And then, you know, Billy... It's just like, here, I, I, you know, I'm going to go look for him type of thing. Which, by the way, he just walked out. <laughs> yeah, How long know. does it take you to lose someone? Right. <laughs> He's supposed to be Power Rangers, but apparently it takes three of them to go find this kid and talk him down. It really, well, here's the thing. They lose him before that. And I'm sitting there just like, he just walked out the door. How right. many other places could he have gone? <laughs> Maybe this guy, maybe this kid, maybe uh, Willie also runs track and field and he just haul ass when she got out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I'll buy that over anything else, like, at this point. Like, because I'm just sitting there just like, how the fuck do you lose him so easily? But you're absolutely right. Yeah, because, like, it, it had to be, like, less than... 20 seconds they go after him and they can't find him I know. He, he's at like the park you know next time we see him yeah like i'm just like there was only one way you could go to the park right. <laughs> from there. they should have been able to say i i don't know i can't explain it but i just i had to point that out and it, so they go looking for him and now we see rita is now like, okay, I'm going to bring back the eye monster or the eye guy, I guess it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, she's just like, you know, he steals uh, kids and, like, drains them of their, uh, what is it, brains or something like that? Yeah. Uh, intelligence. Yeah, their intelligence. Yeah, their intelligence. And um, i got to admit, some of this footage when you bring in the eye guy of that, it's a little creepy. It is like if you if you look at like the the lore that they made for him, it's kind of it's a little creepy, yeah. Uh, but it's also like if the eye guy is looking for like high intelligence, wouldn't he go for like you know, I, I don't know, like Einstein or or, or like is it, is it only children? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I, I guess. I guess like, what they were thinking with that is, you know, here, let's make it a little more terrifying, you know, yeah, go after yeah. children. That's true. Or something like that. I don't know. Like, 
there's there's a lot of things I could not explain, but I will say this. It's finally a monster that kind of gives you a little bit of the creeps because it's like for the past two episodes now, we've had monsters where it was just like these are not threatening whatsoever. And then here we get one and it's like, ooh, that's a little creepy. Like 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 this this the design of him and the camera angle yeah. that they got of him. You're right. Like this is uh this is probably so far my favorite villain since Bones. I don't know if I like the eye guy more than Bones, but it's close. Uh it's not even close to me. I mean Bones yeah. Bones wrecks him in a heart. Yeah, attack, yeah, you're but, right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean you know, this one definitely though was right up there. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, this one's pretty creepy. I can get behind this one kind of thing. Like Right. I, I enjoyed that fact that, that, that we kind of brought that little bit of, like, nightmare scenario into it. Right. And, uh, he, you know, again, he's got that power where, you know, if you're watching this as a child, that freaks you out. Like, it's just like... Oh, yeah. Like, he steals children kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so, you know, we see Billy. He's in the park away from everyone else after... 20 seconds like we said (laughs) and we get a mix of japan and american footage here like we have the one eye that's clearly super sentai but then like Mm -hmm. when it shines the beam on willie it's uh you know it's it's american footage right and he gets kidnapped and here's what's so interesting He's put on like a Ferris wheel type of thing. Like like it was one of those spin <laughs> wheel things that they use at Fort Discovery or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I'm sitting there just like, who thought this up? That's exactly what it was, though. Like it, it gave off that vibe exactly. Yeah, it, it really did. And so, you know, the Rangers are trying to find him. And stuff like that. And of course, he's been kidnapped. So now you understand why they can't find him. But of course, he somehow drops his lucky cap. And, of course. You know, while getting abducted, just somehow that always seems to happen. Right. And they're looking it, for it. And you know, course, it's a it's a good thing he dropped that cap. Could you imagine what they'd be doing otherwise? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Hey, where'd he go? Did he not go this way?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and here's my thing how did zordon not see this happen like as it was happening also true i i i think that zordon's up to some shady shit when the camera's not on him you know (laughs) (laughs) he's still worried about them damn power eggs exactly (laughs) oh never be able to live that down now that was just too funny too Oh my god. But so Willie gets kidnapped, they find his little cap, and they're like, Zordon, what's going on here? And the, he's just like, unfortunately, not good. Uh teleport to the command center. And they're like, you know, what's going on? And of course, they're just like, you know, uh, do you know what happened to Willie? And he's just like, Yes, observe the viewing globe. And, you know, we see that he's, like, in this little dimension or whatnot. And then, you know, the Rangers are like, all right, well, we got to help him. So then they morph. It's morphing time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we go. They, uh, 
which they do I, this the most epic shot a lot of the times with the Power Rangers, which is they have them like you know somersaulting onto the screen. Yes, basically. You ever notice that? I have. Yes. Yeah. They, like they it's just... one of my favorite shots of the show. Oh, it's it's a great shot. It's a it's a great show, you know. And as a kid, once again, like it never crossed my mind that they used the same footage over and over again to get that right, right. <laughs> like you, you don't think anything of it, but now as an adult, it's just like, oh well, you clearly see that this is all recycled, yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. And and here's the thing: that's all Super Sentai footage. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they didn't try to redo any of that. Um, and especially during this whole fight scene, like you could tell it's all Japanese footage from here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they fight the eye guy. And again, this thing looks a little creepy because they beat them with the power weapons. But he comes like he comes back together like it was. Ineffective, yeah, basically. Right. And like that, that same tactic is worked, you know, so well on almost everyone else. And so the Power Rangers are like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's like, wait a minute. What's going on here? And so they're, you know, they're struggling a little bit with this monster. And here's something I didn't realize that he could do. But when he shot, like, you know, beams at them, they would be, like, chomping little eyes coming at them. And I'm just like, that is creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's... It. Like that's that's really kind of gutsy to put in a kid's TV show. <laughs> it really is. Like I'm ser- like like these eyes literally had teeth on them, and they were coming towards the range. Right. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, like, get that the hell away from me. <laughs> like 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 they were just like, look, you know, we 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 had kids on the last episode, and we had these fake monsters and stuff like that on this last episode. This one, we're gonna go kind of dark on it. Like, right. Like they just were just like. Fuck it. Let's just go dark with it. And so Zordon tells him, you need to destroy the main eye, which is the eye that kidnaps Bill or Willie. God, Lord, I want to say Billy every time, but it's like, (laughs) but it it kidnaps Willie. And uh, if you destroy that, it will release him and it will hurt the eye monster and stuff like that. So they just, Billy goes and he hits it with his power lance and he destroys the eye, and they're able to, you know, beat the eye guy at first, and then, of course, you know, make my monster grow. Oh, yeah. And they grow up, and we finally get the Megazord again. Uh, Yes. Well, we did see him last episode, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we've got the Power Rangers. uh, They call forth the Megazord, and here's where we really see the crystals, you know, come into play with the Megazord. You know, they've they've got the classic two- one, power up. Let's bring them together. Yes. <laughs> that was such an iconic thing, too, as a Power Rangers. Like, every time you saw that, it was just like, oh, shit. Here we go. Here oh, we yeah. Go. And let me tell you, like, as a kid, Jason's delivery always got me so hyped. I'm like, yes, yes let's do this. Which is, again, why I go back to that thing of, like, you could not have casted this cast any better because... Jason was the perfect Red Ranger to kick this off. Oh, yeah. You know, even, you know, as much as uh, Jason David Frank became a staple mm-hmm. in Power Rangers, I don't even think it would have worked with him as the Red Ranger. 
Yeah, you're right. No, it, it wouldn't have. We, we we needed we needed who we had. Uh, Austin St. John. We needed him as the Red Ranger. Absolutely, and 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 you know, you really just needed everyone in their roles. Like again, I just don't think the Power Rangers would have kicked off the way that it did had it not been for this cast. Like this cast just knew what they had to do, and and they they took everything like like they went at it with full force at first. Right. And we'll get into you know kind of why they why they you know tone it down a little bit. The cast does. And stuff like that, I'm sure, as later episodes go. But here they're fighting the eye guy. And you can tell it's all Japanese footage and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because again, somehow we end up in those mountain areas. Please tell me, where are those mountain areas? (laughs) Let me tell you, it's it's a good thing that Angel Grove is a fictional city. Because (laughs) (laughs) if they based it off of a real city... Oh man, it would have been a logistical nightmare. It really would have, like, like say if they had like said, said, "Oh yeah, this is in Tennessee." I'm just be like, Tennessee does not look like that. <laughs> Nothing in Tennessee looks like that, right? Oh. So, so yeah, and and that's pretty much why you know with the Super Sentai footage that they're able to get away with all of that because Angel Grove is a made up place. So, you know, they're able to, like, get away with how the buildings look and stuff like that. And you didn't even think anything of it as a child. like, like we Yeah, no. You don't think about how you don't see these buildings when they're out of their Power Ranger suits. Right? Like, like, <laughs> like just nothing. And, and then again, you know, they're battling in the mountains area. And they defeat the eye guy. But again, even the eye guy blown up as a monster like that, it's still like the one eye bringing him back together. That's really creepy. Yeah, it is. Like, eye guy is super resilient. Yeah, he really is. But they finally defeat him, of course, you know, uh, with the mega sword and everything like that. And then they free Willie finally. And this <laughs> Was is that a where. Pun? Do what? Was that a pun? Free will, free Willy. Free Willy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but now that you pointed it out, it was not intended as a pun, but now pun intended. <laughs> yes. Oh my lord. Well, Willie is released from his captivity. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. He is released finally, and here's where it goes all American at this point because those are those are the actual like actors in the suits. Like whenever they did American footage, they usually uh, use the actors in the suits. Mm-hmm. Why? And that was like their that was like their regular form, and you can tell because they're a little bit blown up more than they are. In the Japanese footage. Yeah, like, like, man, you guys aren't quite going the same pace. No, because, like, because, <laughs> like, in the Japanese footage, they're a little bit skinnier. Yeah. Like, they're just all really skinny. And then when you go to the American footage, <laughs> they look like wrestlers. Pretty right. Much. Like, man, like. <laughs> that, again, true. they just didn't even care. They were just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're, we're doing this. This is it. <laughs> That's it. But they free him and everything like that. 
So they stop Rita uh, again, and we go back to the Juice Bar Science Fair or whatnot, where, you know, that head science guy is actually checking out Willie's invention now, the virtual uh, reality headsets, and Ernie is with them, <laughs> yeah, which course. I found hilarious. Right. And they're all screaming to the top of their lungs, whoa, you know, getting into it. And, you know, th- they all see it, and he was just like, Willie, am I glad to see you, you know, kind of thing. I was wrong. It seems I overreacted to something that wasn't your fault. And I was just like, you think? Yeah, like, no shit. You think, you dick? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, you've been overreacting this whole time. You even had you even had a sour look at Willie when he entered the thing. Like, I was right. like, Damn. <laughs> Just me mugging, kid, for no reason. Yeah, he really was. Like, I was just like, good lord, man. (laughs) So, (laughs) so he sees it and he sees that his invention is awesome. Now, here's my thing he gives, like, he says, he says, you know, well, I'm not disqualifying you and whatnot. I've already given you first prize type of thing. This thing is amazing, and it is an amazing invention. But how is that more amazing than what? The kid with the little gun did, and it zapped away someone's like clothes. Oh, it's it's, it's not. Or or how about the uh, the, the cross dressing machine? Like what, right? what, what, what what's the purpose of that machine? Like, <laughs> that's what I kept thinking. Like I was just like, how is? <laughs> I cannot explain any of this. <laughs> like Angel Grove, seriously that 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 town, that city, man, it needs to be. It needs to be like under <laughs> under constant supervision from like the military. There's something weird going on besides really the Power is. Rangers. There really is. Like they're <laughs> just like, hmm. Here's where the Power Rangers come from. Let's look into this city. Right. <laughs> like if all of these kids like invented this stuff, the military would have tracking devices on them, and they would steal them at the head of a drop. Like like they'd be like, all right. Now you need. Now we need you to do that for our weapons. Right. <laughs> it's, oh. just, it's it was weird from start to finish, but I mean, you know, I, I like the eye guy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and, and here was the thing: Bulk and Skull come back, and they're just like, "All right, y'all, can we please have our clothes back?" And they say. Yes, you can have your clothes back, and they're all shrunk. You're right. Like, what is this invention? What does this do? Like, I don't. It's the weirdest kind of catch-all invention, <laughs> you know. It's just I whatever. Guess so, like, I, 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 I kept sitting there, like, I was just like, "Good lord, what in the world?" Yeah, it, it was weird, and you know, like, like you said, though, like. The, creating VR that is super impressive and it's really cool, but it's got nothing on a gun that can fulfill every perv's dreams, and <laughs> and 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 the machine that that you know will, will put you and and I guess I, I I don't know what that machine what other machine does if it I don't puts you know. in, yeah a machine that changes your clothes essentially. I get. I guess it gives you like the ultimate makeover if, if right. you're a woman. Like, like it's a fast changing thing or something like that. I have no idea, but I, I guess it doesn't yeah. matter. 
because, you know, we get the end to the episode and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, these, you know, I, I would say, Ace, that these were pretty much the filler episodes of the series. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like, not a lot of things came out of these episodes. These were just, hey, we, you know, we're signed up for 60 episodes, so... Yep, so Let's we got to deliver this out there. Right. And again, Billy and Willie in their <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Willie in their friggin' handshake thing. I was just like, what? I just I, I don't know what's going on in this episode. Oh, but uh, yeah, it it was it was another fun one though. But like you said, it you could definitely tell it had more of a filler vibe to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that is it, though, for uh, for this edition of Power Rangers uh, Go. We just covered uh, episode five through eight uh, of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, series. So next week we will cover or well, I'm sorry, not next week. I am actually headed to the beach uh, for a week, so we will not be uh, uh, putting out a podcast for another week. We will, however, return uh, the following week with the next four episodes in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And uh, just like always, Ace, I am very excited uh, for those. And we are moving, Ace, ever so closer to, you know, the part in the series that really takes it to a new level if you know what i mean oh yes absolutely and i cannot wait i can't wait to get to that but we still have more episodes to go and we will cover them all right here on power rangers go but ace man this wraps up another episode or another week of the power rangers go podcast what have you thought so far going back and looking at all these episodes it has been a very pleasant trip down memory lane, except the only difference is now I can get drunk while I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect way of describing it. Yes. <laughs> that is the perfect way. That's going to be the tagline for this show now. That is so, that's going on a t-shirt if we ever make it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> yes, that is, the, and that's pretty much the way I feel uh, about it. It's just, it's been a blast uh, recapping all these, and we're not done. We still got oh, no. plenty of more to go. There is so much more to unpack with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and of course, if you want to find all of the Power Rangers uh, se- series. Uh, very easy to find. Go on Netflix. Netflix has every single season of the Power Rangers. That's where we're getting it uh, is Netflix. I'm, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. There's also Amazon Prime that also has them up for sale uh, and everything. But if you want to get them cheap, just go on Netflix and you can watch them from start to finish. Uh, that's what I've been doing. So Uh, That's what we're going to continue to do. But again, Ace, like I said, this is it for this week's edition of Power Rangers Go. Thank you so much, man, for joining me. As always, man, it has been a blast. 
Absolutely. As always, I've had a blast as well, man. And thank you for having me on and for inviting me on to do this podcast with you. This is uh, this is amazing, and I can't wait to keep it going. Yeah, and we should mention real quick that uh, we just premiered this episode uh, 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 the previous week, and it's already getting a good response. So uh, hopefully a lot of people out there are having a lot of fun with us going down memory lane of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and we still got more to come. And the only way that you can hear that is right here on Power Rangers Go! Podcast, exclusively here on TMB Studios. But that is it for this week. He is the ace of everything superhero homie Q, Mr. Quentin Ficklin, and I am the one and only Caleb Stovall, and we will see you next time here on Power Rangers Go! Have a good one, everyone.